Um, Joel, do you want to pick the intro song? Choose wisely. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of heat behind that. Maybe Alex can redeem himself. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Alex is currently Googling Christian music. <laughs> cool songs everyone likes. <laughs> I'd say something like Danger Zone or something off Top Gun. Oh, get yeah. you pumped up. That'd be a good one. I don't want a song. Um, I don't want to pick again. My God. We picked for James. Surprise me. I don't care. If you want me to have one. Yeah, I want you to pick. Joel, intro song? What have you been listening to? I mean, I'm always kind of into the classic rock stuff, but... I don't it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a rap. I feel like they've all been rap. Well, we had to do... Um, we did that one gay disco sound and stuff. <laughs> you told me you liked it because you had me do it again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's not gay. We had to do um, what's his butt? DMX last week. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Or last time. Gonzo. Gonzo. Mike Makowski. That's Max Makowski's dad. He's like the only complaint I have about your guys' podcast. You don't do enough of them, dude. It's already hard enough to do. You could do a uh, fortunate son, Credence Clearwater Revival. Done. I love that freaking song. Makes me want to get in a helicopter, shoot fucking. That's what I'm saying. Viet Cong out of it. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Ezra's the big one eight today. Yep. We were talking about how shitty that is now. Yeah, nothing cool. Can't happens. buy any tobacco. Can't buy any porn. No lottery tickets. No lottery tickets. Really? That too, huh? It's all 21 now. Nice. I didn't know lottery was. I thought just tobacco moved up. All 21, but hey, let's uh, have 16-year-olds vote. That's No shit. Yeah. Let's do that. We'll give you a gun. We'll send you to war. No beer for you. Yeah, you can die for your country. You can't have a beer, though. You can make the decision to pull the trigger on someone, but yet. Yeah. Decision. What would you do? Let's say you could still buy lotto right now. What would you do if Ezra came home with the six hundred million dollar lotto ticket? Like, well, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and that's he's the end of MX Connection. He's gonna be gone. <laughs> yeah. No, he won't share it with us. He'd be gone. <laughs> you don't think he'd give you guys anything? Uh, like maybe pay off all the stuff. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he'd be like, "Yeah, this is mine. I want it." <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. I couldn't believe in Mitchell with Ezra riding in his arm and how good he did. Yeah. Like, that was nuts. Yeah, I was surprised. Bro, we're going to get there. Stop it. It's not our fault you're taking forever. I got pulled up. I was just, I was just listening. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. I could let that whole thing play, to be honest with you. I love that song. Welcome to episode seven of the Flat Tire Factory podcast, sponsored by MX Connection, perfect structure for GMX indoor motocross, rapid concrete solutions. What do we say here, boys? Raise Raise it, it, don't don't replace it. it. Thank you. Specializing in concrete lifting with polyurethane foam. They offer concrete lifting, repair, void filling, and soil stabilization. 
For your free consultation, call 605-381-1597. Deadwood All In coming up, boys, June 5th. Do you guys see Axel Hodges riding it? Yeah, it'll be good. It's going to be good. Static Collective, creating apparel to be static times and taking the redness of life. Visit staticcollective.com. Precision Excavation, specializing in housing, new builds, foundations, and sewer. Call Luke at 605-786-2183. And Black Hills Landscape, custom commercial and residential landscaping. Call Chris at 605-381-2876. Mike Neal, welcome to Episode 7. How's it going, guys? How you been? Pretty good. How's your knee doing? Dude, it's been a struggle. Yeah? Super over it, but... You gonna get surgery on it? Yeah, Alexa and I were talking. We were trying to figure out when the best time is for me to do it. It's like popping in and out a lot now, isn't it? Yeah, three times in one week. I'm pretty over it. God, that's (laughs) gross. Gage Molman. How's it going, guys? How are you doing today? Good. Hey, you just buttered that intro. That was really good. Dude, I ripped off that intro. That was really fast. Um, Dusty Gardner's camping today. So, our fill-in, Alex McPherson. Hi, guys. How you doing, Alex? I'm good. Thanks I'm good. for coming in. Thanks for having me. I like your hat. Thanks. I we like have your we hat. have the same hat on. Yeah, our Wazi Customs hat. Yeah. Speaking like of our guest to today, Joel Wasserberger. How you doing, Joel? Doing good. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. How's your arm feeling? Oh, a little broken. Yeah, you shattered it, huh? Yeah, I decided to do it pretty good, I guess. That's your first bone you've broken. Well, from a dirt bike. I did in gym class once break uh, the bottom of my fib falling down the stairs. Oh, that's like not even worth it. Down the stairs. That sucks. Too. Yeah, I know. And like in front of everyone. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, Joel, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, I'm going to go with thieves and like thieves mm. that get away with it. Like you can't do anything about like getting them back, I guess. So you want to elaborate yeah, a little, little yeah. on that? Any, yeah. Uh, what brought recent, that up? Any recent events here? <laughs> Uh, I may have got my truck broken into this morning, and you just, I mean, it just gets you boiling all day because you're like, I just want to catch the fucker. Yeah, yeah. that sucks, yeah. dude. There, There is no time for a thief. Like, honestly, especially with, like, all the catalytic converter stealing stuff that's going on. Dude, if they would work that freaking hard at a job, yeah, you'd be something, someone somewhere, you know? Right. If any of them wants a DPF, you can come take it off my pickup. I don't really want it. <laughs> Well, talking about falling down stairs, I actually just fell down the stairs a couple weeks ago. <laughs> How was that? Uh, I went up to shut all the lights off upstairs, and I was saying goodnight to the kids. And they, you know, tend to leave lights on. Well, I was running back down the stairs. Sarah left a pair of boxing gloves for Ezra to take upstairs, and they were on, like, halfway down the second flight. I'd had all the lights off, so I was... You know, be bopping down. Did you banana like, peel step on that some bitch? Yep. <laughs> yes, <dude. laughs> Full right on my back. I still got bruises. And oh, geez. Well, you bruised like At least banana. you didn't have enchiladas in your hand. It didn't bruise up. It was basically last. Well, because after I slipped and fell, then I slid down the rest onto the hardwood floor. I was like, I, I was almost laughing, but as wind was knocked out of me. I heard Sarah, nice. what just happened? Did you actually just fall down the stairs? That <laughs> <laughs> was kind of, uh, it, it was pretty good. So this past week at the Sturgis ride day, Gage comes walking up and he's like, oh man, my back is so sore. Will you look at this? Are those bruises still pretty bad? He lifts up his shirt and it's like, yeah, those are pretty bad. And he's like, yeah, Sarah beat me. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you probably didn't even question Sarah, did you? You were probably just like, well, you probably, probably I was like, yeah, you, you messed up. <laughs> yeah. I side with Sarah on this one. Well, yeah. I tell people, um, yeah, Sarah beat me. I mean, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> At our house, like, so my, from my living room and kitchen and shit, it's all one big room and then you go upstairs and then that's where the bedroom is. Well, our dog will take all of his toys out of his bin and pile them in that hall and that stairway. Real convenient. So you always know when someone gets up in the middle of the night because the whole way down the stairs, you just hear squeaking. (laughs) 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 Oh, way down. Kelso fell down the stairs and she brings us. So I'm saying, good thing you didn't have enchiladas in your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, overview. Today, we're going to, gear review is going to be tires. We'll go over the Mitchell race, super duper cross, gauges tech tip. Little weekend riding. We'll go over Joel's background, maybe his wreck a little bit. We'll do our static collective tire poppers. You guys better have some tire poppers today. I've got a good one. Okay, cool. I had one and I forgot, but yes. I'll get it back. And then what did we learn? That's just at the end of what you learned at this podcast. Uh, Alex, tires do you have? Um, right now I'm running Michelin's at the moment, um, and I like them. They have worked really well. They've lasted pretty well. Um I'm not really like partial to one brand of tire kind of, you know, gotten a sample of all of them. And I think they're all pretty good. Truthfully, as long as you're running the right PSI in your tires, I think you'll be okay. Um, what PSI do you run? I run 12 PSI. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, no matter what, every time front and rear. Yep. That's the happy, happy medium for me. Joel tires. Uh, I run Dunlops usually. I'm not too picky on them. Whatnot. They're usually, just whatever I can find. It's not too bad. Yeah. Dunlops are hard to find right now. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, somebody ordered a bunch at our dealership for 450s like years ago. And they've been sitting on the shelf, so I've been just using them up. Heck yeah. Gauge tires. Right now I'm running Michelins. I like them. Um, then again, same thing. New tires are new tires. They're always going to hook. They got good square edges. Uh, but the Michelins seem to last a long time. I haven't tried those Bridgestones. Alex is going back to them on this next tire change. Yeah, I rode those for quite a while on 250s. The X40s? The X40s. I also loved those tires, dude. And they were the bomb. They would last forever. Super good traction. So we're going to try them out again and see what the 450 does to it. Like the Michelins are good. About about half-life, a little past half-life, you'll start ripping lugs off. They're not like a... Well, some Pirellis, they, they tend to rip off pretty quick, but... The Michelins, I've had good luck with them holding up for a long time. Um, but yeah, around half or a little after half life, where a racer's kind of done with them, they're they start ripping lugs off. But. Mike tires. I'm a, <clears throat> right now, I'm a Michelin guy, but uh, I used to love Bridgestone 403 404 combo. Like that, that was a good That was my ticket right there, but they don't make them anymore. So yeah, just been a Michelin guy. I haven't tried a set of Hoosiers. Have any of you guys? Not. I've always heard they're expensive. <coughs> oh, are they? We sold quite a few of them, and they had a lot of people that kind of same thing with the Pirelli. Oh, love loved the traction. If they're track tire only, I think they do great. But if you start running hard pack, you'll start ripping lugs off. More like a racers only kind of a tire. Yeah, like if it's indoors, yeah, be great. Hmm. Everyone said the traction was really good. Just they'd start ripping lugs off too early though. Yeah, most people around here, too, ride other things, too. They don't just ride tracks, you know, whether it's just farm or in the hills or something else, you know. Or rogies. Yeah. Yeah, they just went last out there. Chris. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Oh, Starcross 5s. Nice. 
my only complaint is what Gage said about half half life where your tire's still pretty okay. The side lugs crack mm-hmm. and they yep. start coming off. Mm-hmm. Front and back. But until then, they hook like hell. Yeah, they're great tires. They're, they're really Way nice. better than the old Starcross 3s. Those things, in the right dirt, they were good. Been hard pack. No warning. Like, that was one nice thing about Dunlops. You could set it in. You could get a little slide going and kind of control it. Mm-hmm. The old uh, Starcross 3s, man, once those go, <laughs> they go. Gone. Like, spinning yourself in a cookie is, is bad. <laughs> On the tire pressure deal, does anyone else just do a nice little hand check instead of actually, you know, a direct? Tw- yeah, if it doesn't look flat, it's probably good. Nineteen times out of twenty, I don't check them. Yes, same. push on it. Yeah, and just you know, a light little squish is yep. all I need. Yep. See, no, no, <laughs> Jaden blushing over there, dude. He's I like, check. You check them every time, Alex. Every time. You do. Even, even I, for Farmingdale. Oh, I you would love air pressure. forks then. Yeah, <laughs> I had them. That's why I didn't like them. <laughs> No, I, I check mine every time. Um, I generally run a pound more in the front because I tend to get more front flats. If I don't run, it's a little bit extra pressure, but I'm generally... Well, and with those star crosses, they say, if you don't like the tire, you run too much pressure. So on a track day, if there's not a lot of rock, not worried about pinch flats, I'll drop below 12, below like 10, 11. Um, you know, 10, 10, 10, 11 in the front. But... uh. <laughs> I'm with Joe, man. You just got to squish it. What's one, the last time I squished it, I'm like, that seems a little light. It's been the exact same PSI every time I've ever checked it. I'm like, I'm done fucking checking these. Well, it's funny because Ritter used to do that too. In one of those indoors, he just tried the Michelins. He's like, man, I don't like this tire. I'm like, what pressure is you on? I'm like, I don't know. I squish it. It feels fine. Yeah. I went up and checked him. There, He's like at 17 and 18 PSI. I was like, dude. Dude, the, like, la- the last time I checked it, I got a indoor. flat. Well, he, needs, he needs to get his hand checked is what needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden, go get your hand checked. Yeah. <laughs> but I lowered it down to like 10 and 11, and then he loved that tire. The rest, And he did w- well that next race, too. Yeah. But before, he said of skating all over, he didn't like it, but he's running you know, way too much pressure. Yeah. I mean, when you look at percentages, you know, 10 11 compared to 17, 18, that's a huge percentage change in tire pressure. Yeah, definitely. Gage started putting heavy-duty tubes in my tires. Oh, really? Well, ever since I named this shit Flat Tire Factory. You've been getting flat tires. Tons. <laughs> Tons. Dude, out of nowhere. Wow. He's like, what were you doing? I'm like, nothing. Didn't even get out of the pickup. Kind of contradictive, if you ask me. Yeah, it's not cool. Uh, Mitchell Race. Pretty good turnout, yeah? Yeah, dude, it was actually really good. First yeah. day was... I don't think I've ever seen the pits that full, honestly. No, dude. First day was 397 on entries. Second day was 364, I believe. Man, that's yeah. good. Super pumped to see those numbers outdoors. How many classes do you guys have? <sighs> I don't know. I think there was 27, maybe, and then 32 with the quads that they had or whatever down there. But, yeah, I think we have 26 or 27 classes. But... Yeah, I was pretty pumped. There was a lot of good racing going on, too. It was cool that all three associations came together, too, and we didn't really have any issues, you know, a couple of injuries. but uh, Brandon Woodhead came out of retirement. Though. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Rode some motos down there. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Joel, how's the track? I and thought the track, I mean, it hasn't changed forever, but I kind of like that track. It's always a little bit fun. It is a super fun track, I think, too. Yeah. Usually, if they make it nice and muddy during practice, like, it turns out to be a pretty good day, but... That wasn't the case. Yeah. Poor Joel. So made it out of the first 
first gate drop, dude. Come on. I was so bummed for you. So practice was good? Yeah, practice was awesome. I was having a blast. Good. You were looking good, too. Like, yeah, I, was I was pretty stoked. I thought you were going to do pretty good. I was really excited for the day, but I got cut short. Yeah. <laughs> Joel and I were having a conversation about halfway down the start straight. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. So what exactly happened? First moto that you ran? Yeah, so it was Open Outlaw. It was like the first what, first, first dirt, dirt bike, bike class yeah, of the first day. first dirt bike gate drop. And right off the start, some kid just, I mean, I didn't get a very good start. I spun. He come and right in front of me and just took my front end out. And it was a pretty lame wreck. I felt like, <laughs> I, th- I thought I was, should have been able to roll up right fine. But I felt it right away. And then Mikey was right there. And I couldn't really get up that well or nothing. And I, that yeah. picture you posted where it's like poking out of your, not out, but like poking pretty bad yeah it was like oh gross dude oh so it wasn't that bad until so they sent me out of the hospital and they're like yeah we're not doing surgery or anything you're fine and to go get it checked out well we're in the car going to walgreens to get some pain meds and i'm sitting in the front and jace's like that thing's poking out and so my mom like a couple minutes later finally gets to the truck and i'm like is this how it was when we left She's like, holy shit, no. Like, because it was sticking out like bad. Like, I mean, you could feel the end of the bone perfectly good and stuff. So it was, it was pretty gross. But I finally figured out how to set my shoulder just right to where it wasn't doing that so bad. But then I had like a little dimple in my skin from it stretching it out. So you, with the broken collarbone, you stuck it out and stayed in Mitchell all weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Kason was right good. So, I mean, I didn't want want to go home and sit because like, you can't really have anything happen until probably monday right so yeah i pretty much stuffed it out and watched some races and at least that's something to watch that was good i was Man. surprised on sunday mornings to see that you were there i was like dang that's pretty cool yeah pain meds work pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah so when did you go to the hospital so i went right after the uh accident i didn't want to take the ambulance and they were like pressuring me into it, and then finally I got them into letting me drive in there. Okay, good. So yeah, I went in right away, and then that's I didn't even notice my back, but I said I had like neck pain, and then they like immediately put this neck brace on, and it was freaking hit, hurting on the collarbone. I was like, God damn <laughs> oh, it! Oh man! <laughs> and then uh, during one of the CAT scans, they fig- they saw some of the broken bones on my back. So did I, you hit your head? Yeah, I got a pretty good concussion. Yeah, dang, that sucks. What helmet? I uh, got the Alpine Star. No, oh. but I've had way too many hits <laughs> in it. I just need to buy a new helmet and <laughs> delay in. Yeah, I was pretty bummed. That that pro class was pretty good. There's quite a few of you guys in there. I can't remember exactly how many, but yeah, that first day it was had to have been almost twelve. I thought. Yeah, I think it might even might have even been more than that. Um, but. Logan Awesome for it was ripping too. He was riding really well. Yeah, I heard he was doing well. Yeah, Greg. yeah him and Name Annie and Greg yeah. looked really good. Yeah. How did Brandon do on his first race back? Uh, I did, I guess I didn't really specifically watch Brandon. I guess you know I'd I'd see him when he'd go by or whatever. But man, I was busy all freaking weekend. I was yeah. back and forth and going. But yeah, I would just try to try to look when I could. But yeah, it was cool to see Brandon ripping though. Did you get to race? No, no, no. I didn't even take a bike. His knee won't even stay in. Yeah, he took a bicycle. Barely took, a, That's right. took a bicycle and still popped my knee out. The only reason why I didn't want to race, too, is because I was like, well, scooters in Texas. Like, I really don't need to get hurt. I'll probably pop a knee out. I'm not bringing a bike. Yeah. Didn't matter. Should have raced. Still popped it. Should have raced. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, well. Yeah, and then McAdoo Jr. named Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> Broken arm, running third place. I mean, you couldn't even tell. It was nuts. Yeah, he was ripping, dude. I was pretty stoked. That's good. He's been riding good lately. Yeah, and it says his arm bothers him. He wants to try a wrist brace, but he's not sure if he wants one or not. He Oh, he wasn't out there the other day. I let um Blake wear mine. Oh, He liked it a lot. I'm surprised Blake's riding already. Yeah. He said he had three weeks to go, but yeah, they three weeks, three days, what's the difference? Blake Morgan, uh, him and Ezra cut the cast off. So yeah. they nicked his, <laughs> nicked his knuck a little bit. How's parent life over there with your <laughs> kids cutting casts <laughs> off and shit? It's kind of, you When Ezra turned 18 today, so. Yeah, not your problem anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Still on your insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, how'd your new scoring system work? Uh, we didn't do it down there. Uh, Tri-State didn't want to use it, so uh, we will find out in Gillette and Bowman. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take it all out and do a couple of test runs, though. Are you still gonna back up scorekeepers in case something fails? Yeah, I'm sure for the first couple, just to make sure. But I don't know. I'm I I am impressed. Uh, you know, we we did the software st- side of it, so that's how everybody signed up for their races was through the app. Um, that seemed, once we got it all figured out, it seemed to work really well. And then they can actually post results online instantly. So like after your moto or whatever, you go through Facebook, click on the link and it shows the results all for the whole day, both motos and everything in every class. So stuff like that, that's, it's pretty cool, you know, to have it right at your hands like that. That's nice. Cause especially if you're doing two, three, four classes, yeah, you get where you forget where you placed, how things went that day, especially on a two day or. Yeah, you know, things start getting. Yeah, and you can just have it all right there, both yeah. motos and your scores and your points. So it, it works out pretty good. I'll, I'll be excited to see how the transponder side of it works, but I'm sure there will be a few bugs to work out with that yeah. as well. But it'll be good. So, Joel, did you enter up for the whole season? Yeah, I did, but we'll see. If now, I can. How, how long are you out, they say? So I have six weeks, they claim, until I can start moving my shoulder and start doing physical therapy. Just because I shattered the collarbone so good, it's got like a little piece that the plate's connected to. So mm. that sucks, man. Did yeah. you take Zach with you? Yeah, we did. How did he, he do? He actually rode really good. He ended up second in the B class. Oh, really? Dang. RM Army made it two whole motos without stalling, dude. Oh <laughs> hell, <laughs> he, pretty good. He did break one out in practice. He yeah. stalled, stalled it out in practice like for us. First lap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll happen. Uh, Alex Gillette. Yep. Are you going? Really? You're going to yeah. race? Yeah. I'm announcing. Are you? Yeah, it'll be fun. I am too. You're going? I'm announcing. Oh. Yeah. No. Let's go race. <laughs> be fun. I just decided now I'm announcing because Mike is. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's just HPMA and SDMA. That's not I Tri-State? Think, I think Tri-State too, I'm pretty sure. I'll I thought it was just... It could be just HPMA and SDMA. Because then it wouldn't be quads and... Why do you ask me questions I don't know answers to? I think the VP would know this. Yeah, yeah, you would think. You would think. That guy doesn't know a whole lot. What classes you can do, Alex? Uh, I'm going to do 450, and then I'll do Open Outlaw as well. So I'll do two classes. Why is it called Outlaw? Ask the VP. VP, why is it called Outlaw? Hold on. I'm trying to answer your first question. So um, I was wrong. This next race is just um, SDMA and HPMA. So it'll still be fun, though. Well, that'd be good. For the one reason of no quads. Quads on <laughs> yeah. Gillette's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Quads I'm, aren't good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at, dude. I'm yeah. not a quad guy no matter what. I don't care where you're at. 
yeah. were they like jumping and shit? Yeah, they were. Dude, the the one guy was actually ripping pretty fast, but jeez, I'm sure not ever going a quad. That's the hard for thing sure. is, so you had three hundred and some entries. Now you're destroying the track for that three hundred and some entries to appease what? How many quad riders? Yeah, and how many serious quad riders? But you have to look at it. You know, that's their track. That's Tri State's track, and yeah, you know, they they, they do the quad stuff. And you know what? I'm just not a quad fan myself, but dude, if you still want to go out and race and that's your way of doing it, I can appreciate or I can respect that. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. To me, it's just more dangerous. Because you water one of those up. It's coming dude, back. They, they always try to eat you. Yeah, no, Four wheelers always try to eat the person that fell off. Yeah, they yeah. pull you back into the crash. Dude, yeah. If you go or over bike, the bars on a dirt bike, that thing's tipping over. You go over the bars on a quad, and that thing's going to tip you over. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, you crash on a dirt bike, it's like, all right, see you later, partner. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> see you on the other side, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Or Quad's like, no, we're in this together. <laughs> yeah. Might as well have a seatbelt on. Yeah. What was your other your other question? You Why do they call it outlaw? What's the outlaw? Uh, so out, instead of doing open, because um, open is ABC, uh, outlaw, you can then combine A and B riders and then just have a an open amateur and then an open outlaw. So if some B riders wanted to race with the faster guys, you can you can bump up. It's good news. No outlaw for me. Open amateur, got it, Chris. Out. I heard uh, little Odlin did pretty good, and dude, both of them. Man, Drew was ripping him and uh, uh, Blake Broderick. They had some pretty good battles on their. One- Does Drew have a one twenty five or one fifty? Like one twenty five, and then uh, the two fifty. Okay, I didn't know if that other one was a one fifty or not, but dude, it was just cool. Him, Max Mikowski, and Blake Broderick were out front ahead of all those two fifty Fs out on two strokes. That's pretty cool, but yeah, no. And then uh, Adam Odlin, dude, he was ripping too. Like I was pretty stoked on him. Adam's got a new nickname too. It's Adam the Bullet Odlin. Nice. So <laughs> we got to pump that up. That's yeah. the that's bullet. A, how'd you come up with that? I didn't. Uh, Doolin Hager's dad came up and told me he's gonna have to change the number to eighty-four. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> the bullet. Uh Jeffrey Hurlings. Oh, is that his nickname too? Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, he's yep. European. It don't count. So that's why we were seeing <laughs> pictures of Blake Broderick and Odland with um, Luke Bestian. Yeah, because they they were racing open. the two stroke two stroke outlaw. Oh, class. that was two stroke outlaw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the new kids are coming up, dude. They're freaking hauling too. Yeah. Well, we warned everyone like some of these kids coming up. Give me well, if you didn't see it coming from indoors with Drew, like, dude, he looked good those last two indoors. Yeah. But it'll be good. The pro class needs more people because it's. Yeah, for sure. I mean, every once in a while we get lucky and have, like, a good showing, but it'd be sweet to get, like, 20 people at the indoors or something, or even outdoors. Dude, that would, would be, be sweet. Even better. That'd be cool if you had, like, two heats or two waves of freaking pro guys that you had to get through. Or, like, actually having race. to qualify for the night right, show. Right, yeah, dude. That would, that would be, be so cool. Yeah. You know what you need? More prize money. Yeah. Hey, Amen. So when Ezra wins the lottery, we'll take <laughs> take about ten mil from him and up the pro class. That'll work. Eighteen done. Super duper cross. Did you guys have anything else for outdoors? No, I'm. Uh, we glazed over Alex coming out of retirement in uh-huh. Gillette. Hey, I got a question. Does anyone know if Donovan's racing Gillette? I do not. Joel, do you? Um, we better call his uh, fiance and find out if it'll be okay. <laughs> you got her number? <laughs> we can call her on here. Yeah, we should call him. <laughs> You guys have Donovan's number? Text yeah. him and see if he can take a call. I'll call him anyway, see what happens. Okay. Someone give me his number. I don't have his number. Okay, I'll pull it up. But One yeah, second. Gillette, 
Jill, that should be a good time too. I'm excited. I hope a bunch of people show should up for that. Should we announce his number over the podcast so everyone has his number? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Third I? Make sure you call him after maybe eight just, eight like, I'll phone. send it to you. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you. I was just thinking about that. Like, well, anyone listening, you want to call Donovan? I forget this stupid thing's on. <laughs> he only answers his phone after eight o'clock, just so everyone knows. Why after eight? Yeah. I mean, after eight o'clock. Why? Because that's when he's in bed. <laughs> we'll call him. He doesn't have my number, so he might not answer. Because he's still lineman. Yeah, he got an office job at Black Hills Energy now. Oh, he's he's still up early. Yeah, yeah. Must be kind of fun. Hello, Donovan. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Flat Tire Factory Podcast. How's it going, Donovan? Pretty good. How about you guys? What are you doing? Uh, I'm currently planning a shelter belt. Oh, um, quick question. Are you racing Gillette? Uh, which, what day? Uh, next weekend, 15th and 16th. I am not sure yet. I think, hey, aren't you going to be gone that weekend? Oh, he's asking her right now. <laughs> he's getting permission, dude. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. I'm still waiting. Uh, we Caitlin might be out of town and then. We're looking for a hard yes. <laughs> the possibility. <laughs> Alex, are you? Uh, if you are. <laughs> Alex is racing. Alex is racing. If you race, I'll go. Donovan, uh, Donovan, if you if you race, I'll announce. You'll announce, but yeah. maybe I want to race with you, Mike. Uh, we can catch up in Bowman. Dude, he like limped in here. His knees shot. Yeah, I'm I'm out. That's just normal by now, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, we count you in or what? There's a possibility. I am sure yet. Uh, if I can get my stuff done, probably. For sure, I'm for sure going for Bowman. Good. For and sure, then, Bowman. That's good. Yep. Well, How I'm, about Gage? Is Gage racing? I don't know. We'll see. I did Gage, quite a few laps in practice. If we're day. all... if. If we're going to make him race, we have to race. All right. Sounds good. Gage is in if you're in. <laughs> I'll yeah. bring my bike, and I'll wait and see you there. <laughs> All right. Two-stroke open? Hell, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll do that in, like, do they still have a plus 40 or no? Yeah. I'll right. be HPMA, so you would be fine. <laughs> do you think yeah. I could pass for 40? You can't even pass for 30. Oh. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> Well, we thought do a surprise call on you, Donovan. Yeah, no. We, we got is, uh, we got Joel and Alex here. Oh yeah, was he being gimpy? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a broken wing for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's doing he, all right. He got, the, he got the bad end part of it there. Yeah, I was able to ride like two days afterwards on my snowmobile. <laughs> he seems more like bummed out be. about he seems more bummed out about having his pickup broken too than having a broken collarbone right now. Ooh, oh, bummer. I think that he, happened. I think he lucked out because when I wrecked, I couldn't even get my pants on. <laughs> I had to have Jordan Cheesley put my pants back on for me. When I to go to the ER. <laughs> See, there you go. Yep. Joel you, know how, question, yeah. Joel, you know how embarrassing it is to ask your girlfriend to put your pants on for you? Oh, I figured you were <laughs> pumped about it. No, I was like, <laughs> I was like hey, Kelsey, can you put my pants on? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, that sounds good, Donnie. We'll let you get back to it. Um, thank you for confirming you are racing Gillette. Yeah, it's good. We'll, we'll see you guys there. Yeah, bring your right. extra rear fender for when you loop out. <laughs> oh, God damn. You, you, what you button do I hit? Take the bolts out. <laughs> you, you just don't run those bolts, and they don't break off. <laughs> oh, that's how it works. <laughs> do you, wanna, you guys have a good one. Do you want to announce him before he gets off real quick? The number 30 of Donovan Lindsley out of Piedmont, South Dakota. Loop out, Lindsley. Oh, yeah. Loop out, Lindsley. All right. We'll catch you later, bud. Thanks. I thought it was lean back. Have a good one, guys. Later. Later. Bye. I thought it was lean back. Yeah, it is lean back. Chris got me on this. Oh, my God. Hit me on the spot. I wasn't ready for it. He's an announcer. <laughs> Just a podcast. Joel, I panicked. Day. I didn't know what button to hit for your freaking roast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is this one? That would have been a good one. <laughs> okay, we're done. Super Duper Cross. Yeah. Um, Cooper Webb is your 2021 Supercross champion. Chris called it. <laughs> if you didn't think I called it, go listen to episode one. And you all owe me $100. Dude, AC was close, though. AC was not even close. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime you guys want to pay. Oh, man. 100 bucks. That was the bet. I remember it. How... uh. I have to go back and listen to that episode. I don't think we actually put money. You up. can trust me. Chris went back and edited it. I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, I'm super bummed for Roxon though. Man, I wonder. I wonder how his day is going today. Here's what I don't understand: Cooper Webb's on his butt, and Kenny starts doing stuff that's not like Kenny. Yeah, he was being slamming impressive. on brakes, looking at him, bolting out of corners. Like, wh- how, where was that all year? If we were doing that at Houston One, it'd be a different story. Hell like, yeah! Like, damn. It was cool to see him have a little fight in him, though. But it must have just really mentally wore him out, or something happened, because he dropped back quick. I just don't, I don't, I just don't get it. Like, yeah. you, why are you doing that the last race now? You could have been doing that all year. Mm-hmm. Because once Webb went by, man, he dropped hard. Yeah, yeah, second to tenth, it's, fast. It's like it's got to be embarrassing. You know what I mean? If you were him, like, I feel like yeah, that would be embarrassing, but. You also got to look back at what happened to the dude That's and all, everything yeah. he went through. Most people probably would have hung up the boots. That's 100% yeah. true, yeah. Second That's, place in the championship probably still paid pretty good. I think yeah. that's why we're all rooting for him so hard. It's like, man, because I was never a big Ken Roxon fan until all this happened. And I was like, how can you not yeah. respect the guy? Yeah, for sure. It's just, um, just unfortunate because I, w- I was kind of liking a, a new winner every year too. For the Supercross season, you know, new uh, title winner or whatever. And I was really thinking, man, I thought for sure this was either going to be Kenny or Cianciarillo's year, and it just didn't pan out for either one of them. Roxon was close. I mean, he had it until these last, like, four or five rounds, and then it got away from him. Yeah. I just want someone to shut down KTM. I don't know. I mean, across the board, never, like, anything to do with motocross, if it's off-road, enduro, they just kick ass and everything. And Hell like, yeah! God damn it. Got <laughs> <laughs> to remember who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see me getting all confused over here? Getting all excited. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, Marv was riding good, too. Like, the yeah. last two races? <sighs> Holy smokes, I did not see him winning last weekend. Either. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit, that came out of nowhere. Where you been, Marv? Well, so, did you guys listen to the Gypsy Tales podcast at all? No, not that one. I listened to the Ryan Hughes one last week. That was yeah. the first one I So when they were to. talking about, he, Ryan Hughes talked about that with the no neck brace. And so when that came out, and then all of a sudden, Moosekin didn't have his neck brace on on that race and then put it on for the podium. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's had no neck brace. Look how much better he's riding. 
They, uh, they talked do, about that on Pulp. Yeah, they said that the the helmet brand that he wears is it. It's not Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, Arrow. Uh-huh. Um, they're bigger now this year, and so now then it was it was causing the hit on his helmet. That's is what they it, were saying. Is that what Anderson wears? Is Arrow too? Yeah, because he he, he wasn't wearing one thing. yesterday. Yeah. And then Barsha, this is his first year without it too. Yeah. So, well, and Sexton <laughs> last year he was neck brace all year, and this year he's. No neck brace. No neck brace. Everyone's going away from him for but a reason. Kyle Chisholm still has a neck brace. Kyle Chisholm. There's a reason. Badass. <laughs> Chiz is gonna chiz, bro. I mean, yeah, he is. He's a bad dude. You can't discredit him, but there is a reason that you know he's not a top guy. You look at all the top guys; none of them have neck braces on. You like think that. it's neck brace? What's that dude that was arguing knee braces, Mike? Uh, Ryan Hughes. Ryan Hughes, dude. You gonna go Ryan Hughes on us? That's who trained Alex. He's <laughs> all about it. Oh, the ne- the the knee braces are new. He wasn't. He wasn't like that. He's when fucking I was in out to lunch on his knee brace theory. I think personally, but yeah, I don't know. Did you? Part of me gets Did you it? hear part what me... Chris Kiefer? Said? He went out and rode without knee braces, and he liked it more. Yeah, I mean, sure, go ahead, but I, I'm not doing it. No chance. You're biased, I, bro. I, <laughs> Barely have knees. Yeah. I have a theory on that, though. You know, if all of us were pro athletes training like pro athletes and was able to do that. Maybe not wearing knee braces might make you feel more free. But mm. when we're all, I mean, I hate saying that we do this as a hobby because it's more than that. It's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. But, <clears throat> you know, when you can't wake up and train for six, Yeah, we're all weekend hours. warriors. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. And you hate saying that because you don't want to discredit. I mean, I know how much some of these guys put in. I know how much I used to put into it. It's a lot more than just... You know, you don't want to say, yeah, you're just a weekend warrior, you know, it's a hobby. But there's only so much that we can do and have a normal job and still make a living. And so wearing knee braces, I can squeeze harder, I can ride harder, I feel more confident. And that's with, I think, any protective gear. Wear what you think works for you. If you believe that your neck brace that makes your confidence go up because you can push harder, great. If you have to wear knee braces because it feel you feel like you're not gonna if you dab a foot you're not gonna blow a knee, fine. You know, I know a lot of people think that having really stiff boots, well then you have to have better knee braces, but then it's gonna transfer to something else. Whether something's got to give eventually. You crash hard enough, something's gonna break. Well, that mm-hmm. and like the knee braces those guys have is nothing like the ones we can buy or like all that stuff is so custom made. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's not even like in the same realm. Do you wear knee braces, Joel? Yeah, I got forced into it from BJ when I went down with Alex. <laughs> oh, nice! And I don't think I could go without him. I, yeah, I, I don't. No, I don't I think I could either. I understand Ryan Hughes's point on the knee braces, but I it's a comfort thing, like you said, and it's one of those things that I probably just won't get away from because you can. I've been doing hard. it for so long, it, it feels like you're naked without them. Yeah, yeah. It's like a helmet that one once you wear them for so long, it's like you won't even ride if you don't have them with you. Right. I think that's why my collarbone broke where it was. To be honest with you, braces? no, because I had a neck brace. Oh, because like your neck brace sits right where everyone's collarbone usually breaks. Mm-hmm. So if it can't break there, it's gonna break on the end. Yeah, I th- uh, yeah, neck braces are kind of a different thing, just because of being around Rhino for so long <laughs> and seeing all the facts and all the people who've gotten paralyzed from him and, and collarbones and sternums and all the problems that they can cause. The other thing too, it hurt my fucking sternum really bad. See, and the, the neck brace, look, if you're 
if you're dead set on wearing it, that's cool. But I urge you to take it off and feel what it's like without it. Because nine times out of ten, people love it, and that's when they excel. Not only that, but and the safety you money. aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Less less shit to buy. Right. But yeah, they're not cheap. Like four hundred bucks for one that halfway fits right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Well, it's um, like chest protectors too. I mean, like you know, a lot of times I wear under jersey one. Sometimes I wear over the jersey hard plastic one. And sometimes I won't wear one at all. And it kind of depends on what I'm doing that day. You know? I, I don't even own a chest pro. Me neither. <laughs> Do you wear a chest protector? I don't, I don't even own one. Do you wear one out? I have one. I'll wear it if we're at Iraq. like race day on Sturgis. If they ripped it deep or like a track where there's rock, I'll bring it out. Other mm-hmm. than that, I usually don't wear it. Joel, you wear one? Uh, I just started to kind of this year, but normally I hate it. I like to feel free. Yeah. Yeah. Peacock, dude. You got to let him fly. <laughs> um, do we need to try to get hold of Jason Anderson and find out if Barsha killed him? Dude, yeah. I have no idea what happened to him. Well, they were showing it. And it was good, dude. It was getting good. Yeah, they kept <laughs> bumping each other. I'm like, hell yeah, we're racing. And all of a sudden, they're off the screen, and you're like, Anderson, out. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, did Justin Barsha murder him? Yeah. I was more hoping Anderson to retaliate or, like, get after Ferrandis after he passed him. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for that, too, actually. Take out the Frenchman. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what I, I really want to know what happened. I wonder if it was something with his bike or if Barsha did just murder him in a corner. <laughs> I don't know. Just over the over the side of the berm and we never seen him again or what? The first he time, was fried. The first <laughs> there you go. The first time he passed Barsha, Kelsey's she watches all the supercross now and she's kind of invested in it. She's watching it and Anderson passes Barsha goes, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> You could even hear Ricky on TV. Yeah, he was like, "Oh boy, it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be good." She was yelling at Barsha that he wasn't closer to Webb. She wanted him to just clean Webb's clock. Speaking of Ferrandis, do you see that they gave him Rookie of the Year for 450 class? Yeah, what the hell is that? Well, that yeah, that's what I thought. I wasn't. I I'm was... wondering if it's just because he did more races than Sexton. Because how did Sexton not get it? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, probably just because he got hurt and missed some. I think they felt bad for the Frenchman, but. Because he really didn't do anything super impressive. He had that one good race. Yeah. I keep him here racing. I, d- I did hear something on Pulp this week or a couple of times now that's blown my mind. Do you know Cooper Webb's real name's not Cooper? That's freaking Paul. Paul Webb. Paul Cooper Webb is his real name. What? And then Adam Ciancerillo's name is Michael Adam Ciancerillo. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that blow your mind a little bit? Like, you feel like you don't even know who that guy is anymore. <laughs> that is weird because, like, through their whole childhood and all the movies that they were in growing up, the amateur movies, it was always Cooper. As and we're Adam. talking to Alex, and his real name's Todd. Yeah, Donovan's Did real name. Todd, bro. Donovan's real name. Todd is Alexander. Lee. I swear. I don't know anybody anymore. <laughs> Paul just seems like he should be old and farming. Yeah, <laughs> but you never run into a seven-year-old Paul. That's what I'm saying, or a, a infant Bob, <laughs> <laughs> or Larry. <laughs> This is your grandson, Larry. <laughs> uh, Mike, how'd your fantasy turn out? Dude, I won this week out of our group. So I mean, overall. How'd you do? I got fourth. You did? Yeah, it's pretty great, good. But it's not terrible. Did you guys do fantasy? Did you guys do it? I was all about it for like the first five races, I think. And then I totally spaced it off one time. And so I just gave up. Oh, that's that's nice. exactly what happened to me. I forgot to pick for a race. And then you're screwed. 
be yeah. done. So I, Gage, did you make all the rounds? Yep. Did not see that coming. Especially with your paper tactics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it works. Tried and true. Alex, fantasy? No, no fantasy for me. Luke, uh, Luke Beshin still won it, though, by one point. Did he win? He won our group beat, by one point. He beat Drew? Drew got third, dude. Dang. Drew shit the bed hard on the last round. <laughs> Man, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you guys did jinx him then? Yeah, dude, we must have. <laughs> I think he only scored uh, 100 and like 50 points or something like that. I'd have to look. But yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Luke is just on this terror, man. He's on a streak. He's cheating. Must be something. Has to be. I did pretty good. I was looking. Um, the best I've ever done was 230 points. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at like the whole league for Pulp MX. Mm-hmm. And some dude's average was 260. His average. I'm like, wow. I don't freaking get it, dude. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Whatever. I'm going to try it for outdoors. Good. Do it. Our, cool. our group will still stay alive, too. <laughs> yeah. So the, the group will still be there. Dude, AC might actually do pretty good in outdoors. That's what I was just going to say. I call it outdoors. It's going to be a Cincerulo and Sexton. We better do that. We better make our outdoor picks for winter. Oh, we can do that. Um, Mike guys, Neal. You're not right now? Joel Wasberger. <laughs> can we? Let's do that after break. Give us some time to think about okay, it. Okay, fine. Oh, fun fact, Joel. Um, I think it's your Uncle Ben. Ben Mosselberger? Oh, yeah. Works at Caterpillar? Uncle? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I met him once. He didn't know who I was. What about uh, Zach Osborne? You guys just... No, don't... he doesn't work at Cat. No, oh, he's sure. a dirt bike rider. <laughs> but for the outdoor thing. He's the defending champion. You said we have to wait till after break. I know, but you just skipped, like, right to it. So I, now I'm thinking about it. I'm not really an Osborne fan. I don't really like people who cry on the podium. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like me winning then. <laughs> I'll go over weekend riding a little bit. Um, not that Joel's not hurt bad, but Colin Forbes, if you guys see him or talk to him, he got pretty wadded up at Farmingdale. Yeah, it looks pretty gnarly. Overjumped a double, landed flat. First day on his Honda. How far? Oh, it's because it's got way more power than that KTM That's what, joke show he was riding. I'm going to tell you, this is what, because we didn't know he had a concussion at first. So I'm, I'm asking him all these questions like, does your back hurt? Does your neck hurt? Does your head hurt? You could see his wrist was broke. And he kept asking us the same questions. We're like, oh, concussion. And someone said to him, that Honda's got a little too much power, huh? And he snaps his head over and goes, I don't ride a Honda. Nice. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, well, what do you ride, Colin? <laughs> I ride a KTM. Okay. <laughs> when That's it, not good. <laughs> you, you said it broke his helmet, huh? Yeah, the front face mask. Slam hit the handlebars. Dang. Yeah. So it separate on both sides or? No, just the fr- right next to the vent on the front. Came in and got Broke him. the helmet in. How far did he overshoot this thing? Um, it's that double. I almost hit you with my drone. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Completely flat. Ooh, that sucks, man. You're kind of up in the air on that one a little bit. Yeah. That's where Ezra blew his wheel out and broke like seven spokes and flattened it. Dang. That sucks for Colin. Feel yeah. so bad He's a for super him. Nice guy, yeah, a brand super new nice. bike, first right. time on that. Bike. Yeah, like a brand brand new one. Brand yep. new. Oh man, that sucks. First day on it. So that was a twenty twenty. Yeah, hold over twenty. Yeah. Dang. Honda's man, too much power. Get well soon. So they buddy. have a lot of power. So he hadn't rode the bike at all. That was the first. Well, time. I mean, he had done a couple of heat. We cycles, did the heat but... cycle and made sure it went in all the gears. Oh. Yeah. Better than that. 
Bummer. I wonder what his recovery is looking like. It's probably going to be a long Two one. broken wrists and a broken ankle. Damn, dude. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder how he didn't break. Maybe he did, or I don't know. But if he didn't break any bones in his face. You see the pictures of him? Yeah, his face does yeah, look beat up. He looks like he, looks like he, like he just walked out of Yeah, seriously. <laughs> straight up <laughs> UFC guy. fight. Have you it's talked bad. to him since? I haven't, no. Oh, dang. So, well good soon, luck, Colin. Buddy. Hope it goes well for you. Um, Mike, you weren't here, but Alex was teaching me how to do corners out at A&M. Oh, nice. I huh? basically got the second day at clinic, no thanks to you. Oh, yeah. Did you roll your bars back yet? Yeah, I did. Did it change your life? No. I actually didn't notice it. Oh. <laughs> Waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I did roll them back, didn't I, Alex? You did. I was like, he Mike told him. me to roll my bars back, so I did it. Did you see where they were? Not ahead of this, no. Oh, yeah, they were pretty, pretty gnarly. I don't know how to read the lines. Why? I moved it a line, but I didn't know what line I was on. Oh, nice. I moved it one back. See, I just go until the top piece hits the T handle. That's my gauge. To the top piece, it's the T-handle? Like yeah, the crossbar? Yeah. 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 It's the T-handle when you're holding it on the bolt? Yep. On the rear bolt? I've yeah. heard that yeah, I've heard bolt. that a couple of times from people. Oh, really? And then a lot of guys run them, your bars, straight with their forks. Like Greg Hermanson does that. Yep. He, he follows the fork line and it goes straight up. Yep. Hmm, I don't know. I did it, though. I like them. Just low. for you. Good. Yeah, you like them on your lap. Mm-hmm. So is Ezra. It's my jam. Ezra took my bike out to A&M. And he rolled mine back, and then he changed all my suspension settings. Nice. And went to Farmingdale, and he's like, try it. Just ride it the way that it is, see what you think. I, I barely got a parking lot like, nah, this Because <laughs> <laughs> he had, like, a negative two. I'm, like, negative half, maybe negative one. Yeah. I'm, I don't know where I'm at. I'm pretty far back, though. You don't even have lines left to measure it. So far back. Forks. So that's cool. Corners are hard. Yeah, I yeah, know. You were riding good, though. You got it figured out, worked on a little throttle control. That was the big thing. Steady throttle through the whole corner. You didn't teach me that at clinic. Make me a little upset. If you <laughs> showed up for the second half, that's what we covered. Well, <laughs> is it, Alex? <laughs> no, it's not. We did corners the first day. We did a lot of corners Dude, the second day. Dude, we did corners the second day, too. Nah, yeah. Whatever. No one told me that at the clinic. I had to get Alex on his own. I actually got out to Sturgis. They're doing those Thursday night rides and went out there. Alex was there. That's Shout pretty- out to the Jack Pine Gypsies for doing that. Yeah. Because that's pretty cool that they're having some practice days. That is super cool, actually. We and had a lot of fun. It rutted up nice. The dirt was good. Good. Yeah, actually was, put in a lot of laps. Fair amount of people show up? Yeah. Quite good. a few. Probably over 40. That's something that really needed to happen. Like, yeah. And people rode the whole time, too. Like, yeah. from... I think five when we could go ride, get on the track all the way up till when they closed it. There was a constant flow of people out that's there. Awesome. It was cool. Basically, it run till it was so dark that you couldn't see anymore. So heck yeah, that's awesome. It was real awesome sitting on the couch and hearing Tucker leave the house going riding that night. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Tucker race Mitchell? Uh, he said he was on call, but no. he was on call, and his girlfriend. At a soccer game, I had think a, he was more worried about watching. Nice. Yeah. We'll see if he listens to this. And I would have found a hard <laughs> way around that one. Tucker <laughs> was riding really good there, too. He, he was he flying. Good. In Homer, he actually really impressed me. I mean, he was running top three with, like, guys that are pro outdoors. Um, on, I mean, it was insane, honestly. He rips that two-stroke really well. Yeah. That KTM 252 stroke. Indoors, I think he should get rid of it. But then I, after outdoors, I'm like, yeah, he probably can could stick with that thing. Yeah. 
there's a lot more room outdoors to make those things get up and go. Yeah, he's riding good. It's cool. Yeah. Is he going to make some SDMA races this year or what? You should get him to go race Gillette. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to take me pushing him now. I don't think he's too excited with me not racing, but. Tell him you got a pit guy. You'll go sweep his gates. Yeah. Did Derek, Derek Howe go down south? No. Yeah, where's he at, too? Uh, he got engaged, so I, I, I don't know. He's still says he's game. but Oh, nice. Well, he bought a trailer and everything to go do it, didn't he? No, he just got it from his dad. Oh, it's nice. his old one. He has See been on Young Gillette, Hull, Derek. He's been riding a lot. Training. You guys have been working out, right? Yeah. Well, I haven't been doing near like what Tucker and Derek are doing. I, I think they're going to be bodybuilders here soon. <laughs> Tucker's been hitting the tanning bed and using nah. tanning lotion trying to make it look, look a little better. Hey, if you can't tone it, tan it, dude. <laughs> uh, Brandon Foss and his brother both looked really good, too. They are riding well. I don't know you, Brandon Foss, but you rip, dude. <laughs> he does. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know who it is either. Yeah, you do. It was um, yeah. Alex, you, and me, and we were out riding around, and remember we were at Farmingdale, and we came over this hill, and there's just a dude on a pit bike. In the little yeah. like, ravine. We yeah. thought he was like looking at rocks. That, that was, was him. <laughs> yeah. And he just rips? Dude, he straight gets it. Nice. Didn't see that one coming either, I guess. <laughs> he was flying. That's cool. It was amazing to me at Sturgis how many people came up and apologized. Like, hey, did I take you out or did I roost you? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're old, Gage. We care. Well, <laughs> you're fragile. Like, people, no one wants to Der- break Der- you. Derek Haug is actually like, did I take you out? I'm like, no. He's like, well, did I roost you real bad? And, and Foss said the same thing as if I got roosted by him. I'm like, it's part of the game. If anything, it gives me motivation. You yeah. Know, like, it's, that's what we play for. That's funny. You're going to bring back the old generation gauge and smack them on the head and <laughs> <laughs> tell them to shut up. Well, we could be like, uh, what's his name in DeSive? What's front end off in the old days? Uh, Pick a number, dude. 21. Jason Anderson does that to everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Billiman? So, that are you thinking of? Huh? Are you Billiman? thinking local or pro? Local. Oh. Do you have his number? Uh on the Cowie 125. Chad Dahlquist. Chad Dahlquist. <laughs> yeah, dude. He'll <laughs> saw your front end off for nothing. <laughs> he rides old school. Like, that's the way we all used to race. Like, if you didn't bump someone in the moto, it was weird. Yeah. Like, every race you hit someone. That hair and, scramble. And now if someone touches someone, they're like, oh, my God, you <laughs> you almost took me out. Or you, you hit me. And it's like, no, nah, it's just part of it, you know. And Chad doesn't go in and just actually clean people out, though. Have you seen his indoors? Well, <laughs> I watched a couple that were pretty yeah. deep. <laughs> but he doesn't come in and T-bone anybody. No. But he'll push people high. He'll push them off berms or whatever. But that's cool to see. It'd yeah. be boring if the sport didn't have people like that. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like Camden Dooney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Speaking of Camden, I didn't know that's who. I didn't put two and two together. When we talked about him the first time, that when he tried to kill the B class. Yeah. Because <laughs> he lost his front brake. I didn't know that was the same kid. I just didn't put it together. One, I didn't know he was 14. Me either. Have yeah. you guys seen him? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was about to graduate high school. Yeah. He, he looks 18. Yeah, yeah. bad. 14. Put- he's a freaking eighth grader. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he was at Farmingdale yesterday, and I'm like, I'm like kind of talking to him, and I better not say that part. But okay. <laughs> One of my beers got a hole in it. I'm like, Candom, you want a beer? He's like, no. I'm like, Aren't you, aren't you about to graduate high school, dude? Like, you've been partying. He's like, I'm an eighth grader. I'm like, 
frick you you're an eighth grader <laughs> i know dude i didn't he's built like a full grown yeah. he's a grown man dude i didn't know it at first either and yeah like once he puts his gear on he's an adult like you don't know him any different than being an adult yeah, yeah. he'll clean you out like an adult too <laughs> <laughs> no he's a good damn good kid though yeah. 14 yeah but that's cool dude he's ripping that yz252 yeah. like that's cool Hope he sticks with it. It'll be fun. But Drew looks older than he is, too. Oh, for Drew's... sure. Drew Odlin? Yeah. Yeah, all day long. How's Drew? How old is Drew? 15? I thought he's, yeah, 14, 15. Them dudes are going to be so he could freaking be 14 fast. Too. Could, will be. Dude, they already are. They're ripping. Yeah, Camden's going good. And on the practice day, Camden's riding well, too. Yeah. That's cool. Did Ezra go ride that thing, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, and he's looking pretty good. Dang, the boys are riding. We're the only ones, Mike. Well, and both Ezra and Camden are both coming off injuries, injuries, and they were still putting in just as many or more laps than anyone else out there. You know, that's that fourteen and eighteen year old power. Yeah, yeah, that gets you a long ways. Yeah. Uh, side note: pick up your freaking trash. People leaving shit out at Mike's or what? Mike's Farmingdale. Pick up, just pick up your shit. Yeah, that's annoying. Dude. You're gonna get that shit shut down if you don't. Um, I think we'll take a break before we get into Joel's stuff. Mainly because I have to pee. Mm-hmm. We got food, too. Cool. Uh, we'll be back. Send. Do you guys do that at night when you set an alarm? Like, you'll set an alarm, you make sure your ringer's on, turn your ringer all the way up, shut your phone off, set it down, and be like, fuck, is my ringer on? Pick your phone up and <laughs> check it, and then put it down. Yeah, but for some reason, you know iPhones, will, your alarm will go off either way, right? Yeah. I'm but I still it. have to do it, dude. Yeah. Yep. Even if I'm about to fall asleep, I still double check if I start mm-hmm. thinking about it. And if I ha- like have to be up in the morning for something, I'll check it two or three times. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike, for the pizza. Give me, give me a minute. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Some lukewarm pizza. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Yep. Just hits record and walks out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, have a good night. <laughs> Welcome to the train wreck. We figured we didn't know Mike, where you were going. Um, do you remember when you called me the other day? Mm, sure. And you're like, Steve Odlin has a oh yeah trailer to go look at. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Send me his number. Mm-hmm. And then an hour goes by and you never sent me his number. <laughs> Someone else called me. I got stuck <laughs> on the phone, dude. <laughs> that that week before the first race, though, I think it was Wednesday night. I got off work at five. I answered SDMA phone calls and questions till like nine thirty. I was over it. I was like, holy smokes. Anybody else got anything? While trying to get Chris a phone number and he's still bitching about it. I am bitching about it. You called me. (laughs) (laughs) To see if there's anything you needed, Chris. And all you did was bitch. Well, because you promised me something and I never never got. It's a typical KTM rider thing. Bitching? Always bitching and whining. Absolutely. (laughs) So Eric's going to be in town. And wants to know if we can do a podcast while he's in town and have him in studio. That'd be cool. When's that? Let me look it up on my phone. We'll talk about something else to find it. What are you going to do on your phone, Gage? I mean, he texted me. Oh, okay. Going to open your SMS text? Yeah. <laughs> do you use the T9 word? I was just going to ask him that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <did> actually do. <laughs> dude, I used to build the rip on T9 Same, word. Dude. So he's coming back for his brother's wedding in June. I'll be here from the 3rd through the 10th. Oh, yeah. Sam's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, are you going to that wedding? Oh, I'm sure. Same. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Yeah, Sam's a good dude. Yeah, he's good shit. When when does Sarah want to do the Mother's Day podcast? Soon. 
When's Mother's Day? Like next weekend? Uh, next I think Sunday? it's the 15th and 16th. Or I'm pretty sure it's the same weekend as Gillette. Yeah, yeah, usually Gillette always has that Mother's Day race. Mother's Day is on May 9th next weekend. So the next weekend. So we got to do it quick here. Do it quick. Do don't, it tomorrow? Don't drop the ball. <laughs> Not tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Marcy Odlin did ask if she could do uh, a weeknight. That would help her out. Is Friday a weeknight? Sounds like it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is during the week. Does that count? Intro songs? Yeah, you have to figure that out. You should... Uh, no, I mean for now. Oh. You could do uh, Radio Edit by Sweatshop Union. That's a pretty good song. It's an old song, too. Have you heard that song, Gage? Possibly. I think it's been in some dirtbag videos. Radio edit. Yeah, this is a good one. This has been a lot of dirtbag videos. I know. Uh, I thought you'd always do that pumped up kicks. That was not me, dude. I don't know. You, you're you the are stuck. Show. You are stuck on that. That was not me, man. Yeah. I never really listened to music like that, though. Radio edit what? Sweatshop Union. Once you hear it, you'll be like, oh. I know you've heard it. You've had to have heard it in my pickup at some point. Yeah, it's been in a lot of movies. Been bumping that shit since like 08, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's in a lot of, lot of them. Sweatshop coming through, so everybody move over. No sir, don't worry at all. We're gonna break the mold and shake the whole thing so surely. I can see Mike fucking rolling around to that song, bumping in his pickup. You little DJ, you. (laughs) That was in. I like happy music, like good. Pump you up, like make you excited. Second photo, oh, yeah. that was it the doesn't mo- in the, the beginning. There was well, second moto, an old movie when yep, like yep. Matt Lemoyne and everybody, and that was the blooper song with all the crashes they oh. had from filming all those amateur nationals. Yep. They played that song, and it was like the coolest part of the movie because everyone <laughs> was crashing, and that was the best song of the whole thing. They had it in the beginning too. Yeah, and that guy that died down in uh, Texas from heat exhaustion was in it. Um. Uh, oh, I should know his name. I know who you're talking about too. Yeah, but uh, it's the Freestone race, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like 120 degrees outside, 100 percent humidity. Yeah, oh boy, fell over dead in the track. Oh boy, that's insane. Way to bring the mood up, Josh Little. Oh, is that who? Yeah, it was? yeah, Lictal, 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 because yep. he's in some of the Nitro Circus stuff too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was his song in uh the beginning that guy was fast had a that was one of ezra's favorite movies mm-hmm. yeah showed him <clears throat> up in uh mammoth mountain and he's like man bikes on today and he passes jeremy mcgrath on the outside oh that'd be sweet <laughs> yeah, yeah. not a imagine? lot of many people can say that like passing mcgrath and like mcgrath you can see him like look over like who's this kid <laughs> <laughs> his number looks like an area code <laughs> <laughs> Joel Wasserberger, where are you from? I'm from Shatter, Nebraska. Oh, really? Yep. Did you guys know that? I did. Yep. I did. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you live in Rapid full-time now? Yep. Nice. Drive back and forth five days a week. Nice. You never been to his house? No. I've been to his house twice. I'm not on the invite list, I guess. (laughs) Dropping shit off. So, you work down in Nebraska? Yep. Yeah. That's where the dealership's at, so... What dealership is it? Uh, Shatter Motor Company, but we have 
So we have GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Polaris, K&M, Bobcat, and Coyote. So kind of a whole a different lot. mix. That's, yeah. where, that's where the old White Lightning came from. It's from old Chadron. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mikey's had, had some fun with that thing. Yeah, still driving that sweet investment that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> you got that from Chadron? Yeah. It wasn't anything that... No, I just had bad luck with the vehicle. It's not your guys' fault by any means. I had one of those half ton dodges. How'd that work out it's for you? It's gone now. Yeah. Mine mine needs to get down the road, but I mean it's got a freaking brand new motor in it, so I might as well drive it till the wheels fall off. It's free to drive. So kind of like Mikey's luck when he got Kawasaki's. It was <laughs> yeah, not good. Dude, I, between blowing pickups and dirt bikes up, dude. Holy smokes. And breaking all your shit. Yeah. Uh Joe, when did you start riding? So I got my first dirt bike the Christmas when I was two. and When you were two? I, yep, PW50. And I think it was that next summer probably before I really kind of rode it. And I don't think I really was too much like full-on dirt bikes then. But uh, I definitely rode dirt bikes more than I ever did a bicycle. I think I was probably five before I rode a bicycle without training wheels. Because I knew how to ride a dirt bike, why would I ride a bicycle? But that's my whole argument against Mike Neal, dude. Mountain bike. Why would you go pedaling if you got a motor? Yeah, exactly. It's it's fun both ways if you have a motor. Yep. Alex, you a mountain bike guy? Yeah, it's a good time. We've ridden mountain bikes together. When was it? You or James? We used to go to no, it was James. Yeah, we used to go to M Hill quite a bit. Yeah, I've never done M Hill. I want to, but mountain bikes are not that bad, are they? Oh no, they're actually a lot of fun. Chris is just lazy. That half of the room, this half of the room, I guess. <laughs> if my fat ass can pedal up a hill and go down it, you can do it too. I mean, I'm just it doesn't seem fun. It's a great time. It's like, yeah, I really like jogging. <laughs> I'm like, why? I hate jogging. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like it. If you want to do cardio, buy yourself a mountain bike. Because then it's fun too. You know how they talk about like runner's high? Mm-hmm. It's like, it takes so long to get there, it's not worth getting. No. <laughs> I've never ran long enough to find <laughs> That's it. That's what dude. I'm saying. <laughs> that first times. like five minutes of running is just <laughs> you're contemplating your life at that point. Yeah. So you can, you can make we five never five stick minutes. around for that. <laughs> when my kids are young, I don't remember how many times you'd be, you know, cause there's a path, you know, sidewalk right by where we used to live. Mm-hmm. And we'd every morning bring them to school, we'd see people running. I'm like, man, who's chasing them? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Time out. What was Gage's tech tip? Yeah, we, we glossed right over that, didn't we? We can do it after Joel. All right, cool. So our first bike, PW50. Yeah, and then went to the Honda 50, and then I had K- KTM 50s, a couple different Rogers! of them. Yeah! <laughs> also the last KTM I ever owned. <laughs> <laughs> There's no button for that, Mike. Yeah. Actually, there is. No, God, please, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> But growing up pretty much was all about dirt bikes because I wasn't ever good at like school sports. So that was my thing. Uh, never really did any racing until it was about 2012 when I got to a 250 that I actually got into doing some racing. And I was actually number 71, Mikey just brought up back then. For I like, remembered that, dude. It was weird earlier because we were trying to figure out someone's name. You're like, what's his number? Oh, they yeah, said his numbers. number. You're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, did that. Um, started out as a, one of the C-class goons. And then we were all about it there for quite a few years it was so much fun with everyone you pretty much turned into a big family that's yeah. getting to know like mike neil gage and alex and everyone and 
When your dad used to race back in the day, didn't he? Yep. When he was younger, him and uh, his best friend, Joel, who I'm named after, they raced. And then they, the whole crew of like Todd Gickling, Bill Stork, and all those guys. Yeah. Did Ward have a two-digit number? Hold on. Was it two-digit or three-digit? It was three-digit. Oh, okay. No. And he was 720. 720. Yeah, that's right. And then... Ever since, like, I mean, I've been alive. He's been 24 just because. Oh, Jeff I was Gordon. gonna say 24. That's why I was thinking, like, two-digit number really stuck in my head for some reason. Yeah, he's all about Dang his 24 it. now. Should have guessed before I asked my question. <laughs> How'd you end up in Rapid? Uh, we moved to Rapid. Well, it would have been, I think, it was 08 or 09. Just to Rapid had more going on and stuff, so. It kind of worked out. We ended up going to a Catholic school for a little while there. That was a little rough, but <laughs> been there. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. SDSU. Or, uh, SDSU. <laughs> St. Thomas More. St. Thomas More. Yeah. You did? And Seton. All of it. Really? Yeah. I got kicked out of CCD. <laughs> I didn't Who make did? It far. Yeah, dude. How did you get kicked out? Uh, they were, They're supposed to be about forgiveness. and Yeah, well, you can push everyone's buttons far <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, that's... Leave. Everyone's welcome. Mike Neal, leave. Yeah, you're out, kid. <laughs> Jesus ain't helping you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. When did you graduate? Uh, 2016. I actually did homeschool with Alex my senior year because I went down to California because that was the year after my brother's accident, and mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to talk my parents into stuff then, so... It's like, hey, let me just go down with Alex for like a week or two while he's getting situated. Well, a week or two turned into two months pretty fast. Dang. So that was sweet. Yeah, because you were there when he broke his back, right? Yep. I had to babysit. Luckily, he was there, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Nice to have good friends. Yeah, it was a little scary, though, and uh, no parents are around trying to get to the hospital and everything. And luckily, we had another buddy, Donovan, too, so I wasn't left high and dry. Yeah. I bet you learned some responsibility there real quick. Oh, like, yeah. Man, you have to for be sure. knowing what's going on and paying attention. Because how old were you at that time? Uh, I think I was 18. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up fast. 18, alone in California, and your buddy's all jacked up. And I bet that was stressful. Yeah. It was so much fun, though. It was like we were living the dream life, though. Well, in Donovan, yeah. the house that they were living in, they had a pool in their backyard, which sounds... You know, in South Dakota, you don't see m- much of that. In California, it's a they're all over. Like but Arizona, Donovan yeah. had the pool, so especially when Joel or when I was hurt, Joel would go ride, and then we'd meet up, and then we all go over to Donovan's and swim and sit in the hot tub, and that was some of the best times in California. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was nothing. I'll never forget that for sure. That's cool that you guys could experience that together too. You know, you're already buddies in South Dakota. It's not like you met down there. You know. Like, yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that did you say that was after Jace's crash? Crash? Yeah, it was that winter after. Dang, I'm surprised your parents let you. That's what I'm saying. That's funny. They let you. Let you go. I think they'd be like, hell no. Like I could see them. You're gonna play chess now. (laughs) Yeah, I could see them letting you go down there and hang out. But I was surprised to hear that you were riding. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of one of those things. There, I mean, they were tied up with that, and with I didn't have a whole lot of school to do because I only had like two classes, and with me in homeschool, it was pretty easy whatnot i was like just let me go and my dad was like well it'd be an experience before i have to hit reality yeah i was going to go to college and then luckily got got out of that deal but Mm -hmm. nice so 
for those of you that don't know, your brother obviously had a pretty gnarly crash, right? Yeah, 2015, I think that was sounds, long ago now. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, a traumatic brain injury, was out for a week, and then he was down in Colorado for, it was a couple months, I think. And it, it was like two months of being down there before. It was finally like we went down with Gicklings for a ride trip just to go down and then end up seeing him. And uh, I think that was like the first time he ended up really remembering or like knowing who we were and like everything started to click. And then from there on, it was like exponentially way better. And pretty, he pretty much amazed everyone. Is that where his rehab was? Yep. Is that Craig? Yep. Yeah, that's where my dad went. Oh, nice. That's yeah. actually what my dad remembers is hospital in Colorado and then all Craig. And credit to them, dude. It's I don't know what they're doing in there, but, like, you go in not knowing anything, you, you come out, like, 180. Dang. It's crazy. Like, you, you could go back in and be a doctor for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know when I picked my dad up, he walked out and got in the pickup. Dang. Yeah, it's it's top-notch. I mean, yeah. they don't cut any corners. It's it's. Yeah, it's top of the line. They got the healing waters down there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is cool to see how far Jace came came, you know what I mean? Like, man, it was it was scary. Like we all remember those those nights, you know, in the hospital and stuff. Oh, like yeah. that was gnarly, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Most people you never met him before, you can't really tell. But yeah. if you met him before you realize he's a fifteen year old for the rest of his life now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a little annoying. <laughs> oh man. He was fun out at Farmingdale. When he was riding with you, all you guys that one day. Oh, I yeah. was hurt. I was wobbling around with the camera, but I wasn't there that day. Oh, just Jace was there then. Yeah, yeah I was there. Yeah, he's funny, dude. I yeah. like him. Jace kid. is a hoot. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. He's funny. Yeah, he lost his filter through the wreck, so it's been <laughs> yeah, he did good entertainment to say the least. Yeah. yeah. The opposite happened. My dad like calmed way down. Oh, it was really? weird. Yeah, he went from going a thousand miles an hour to chilling. So what happened? What happened to your dad? My dad got in a head-on car accident. Oh wow! Um, he was switching lanes and he clipped a car. Like as he was switching lanes, they slammed on the brakes, mm-hmm. clipped that car, sent him into oncoming traffic, and he had a Corvette and a pickup ran over his fucking car. Dang. Oh, took the top shit. of his head off. That's insane. Dude. Yeah, um, he was <laughs> conscious when they got him into the ER, like trying to leave, and then he wow. was doing better and rapid and then um if you've anyone a lot of people with like brain injury and stuff they don't know what's going on and they're always trying to get up and he had gotten moved from like their serious icu to their not so serious icu and they didn't strap him down and he got out of bed one day and rebroke what they fixed in his head and oh, then that's man. how we ended up in colorado at their hospital dang and then that's where we did their rehab was at craig craig's like three in the nation for, yeah, for bat something. traumatic brain injury. Dang. They're insane there. It's crazy that they're somewhere better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, So right now, your collarbone's broke. You said that's your first broken bone from riding dirt bikes, huh? Yeah, I've always gotten pretty lucky. I mean, if I've wrecked, I kind of just ragged all myself and bruised something or concussions. had plenty of those. So it was kind of crazy. Like, when Jace ended up hitting his head, I was kind of slowing down from racing just from hitting mine so much i needed to kind of slow down and collect myself a little bit but yeah it's got pretty lucky so far 
Scott Cook was telling me Saturday he still has not broken a bone. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Did he knock on wood? I did it for him. Good. I'm like, dude, you can't be saying <laughs> stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> but yeah, my my uh, parents are, I don't know. My dad's okay with me riding and whatnot. My mom's okay with me riding, but uh, racing, especially after this last deal. <laughs> was she freaking t- out? Yeah, she... Well, she was always like nervous even before Jace's accident. And then since then, I mean, it, obviously nobody wants to see their kid pass out on a track. So, I mean, anytime I wreck, I have to pretty much make sure and get up as fast as I can because I know <laughs> she's going to freak out. Just but, so your mom doesn't freak out. Yeah. Dude. I did I did think of Randy. That was the first person I thought of when I realized it was you who crashed on the ground. I was like, oh, Randy's going to kill him if he's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what it's going to take to be able to race again. But uh, it's going to be a lot of persuading. <laughs> this winter, though, you were hauling butt in the indoors. Yeah, you had dude. Some yeah. Really good motos. Yeah, it finally felt good to kind of do how I feel I should be doing. Quite Ward. a few hole shots, too. Yeah. Yeah. Got Ward, lucky there. Ward told me it was because you were a tattoo. It just woke you up. That's what he said. Yeah, we could roll with that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't know. He got this new sleeve, and now he's just ripping. <laughs> no, no like, I, you had some really good motos. I was watching a lot of those. They look good. I think a lot of it's like uh, having Tucker as a roommate and stuff. We both are really competitive. So it's like two brothers always. I mean, if one of us goes to the gym and one of us didn't and we find out the next we're at the gym. So it's, it's always, we're pushing each other. And then it, I mean, even when we go riding down at Zach's, especially it's, it turns into motos every time because we don't even have to be by each other. We'll just notice like we'll be jumping something and then you clock something. We try mm-hmm. gauging each other and yeah, next thing we know we're full on sprint. <laughs> yeah, Mike and I've done a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's fun when you have someone like that that you can just always be competing competing with. Yeah, and it we're pretty close like when we're practicing stuff. But luckily he's got or lately he's been a little better at the races. I'll have to say. Yeah, he looks good, Tucker. Good rider. Yeah. So what are you on now for bikes? I have disguised Kawasaki and Yamaha. <laughs> Except for your mud flap, dude. Your mud flap gives everything away. Well, goddamn, we're in COVID and you can't get plastic that easy. <laughs> yeah. It's just like one green piece out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the whole air box is actually all green and you can't find anything other than oh, that. Yeah. So it'd look weird with a one strip and then green again. Yeah. I know, dude. I tried. I just tried to order a pipe, and they're out until June. You said, like, "Oh, pipes are hard." Yeah. I thought you had a pipe. I just have the slip on. I want. I want. Oh, a you want the header full system? Then I'll just keep that slip on as a spare. Cool, cool. Yeah, one thing's for sure. I never forget to put a uh, rock or like a skid plate on a bike now since Mikey. <laughs> That's I never ran them until he uh, punched a hole in one. Did you? Yeah, I freaking I learned a lot of people a lesson that day. (laughs) (laughs) Learned a lot of people a lesson. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that cost me like thirty seven hundred dollars. That was not fun. Yeah, I didn't want to experience that. The rock hit it. Yeah, Zach Wall kicked up a rock and it hit my ignition cover, and it pissed out of the oil, and I had no clue. And it was in Bowman over like the tabletop after the start and I was on the box when it blew up and then I landed pulled the clutch in went to seat bounce it and it sound, or uh, uh, bump start it and it sounded like there was just bearings where my piston should have been just getting jumbled in there so yeah. bad crunch crunch huh yeah 
That was an expensive one. How did, so how did you like how did you meet Alex? Um, it was from speaking of Donovan in Colorbones. Uh went to Bowman with him because he was dating my brother's sister, as I call her. Um <laughs> <laughs> at the time. And uh he broke his collarbone racing and him and Jordan just kind of bailed on me. So then I ended up riding back with uh Alex and Hante and didn't know him at all before then and shoot me and Alex have been pretty good friends ever since then pretty much brothers he lived with us for quite a while almost yeah we so after that happened where my dad's office was for like literally 20 years Wasserburgers had a shop right next to it nice and that's where they would keep their toys and their bikes and everything and so when we got back from Bowman, obviously we dropped Joel off. We drove a hundred feet and dropped my bike <laughs> off in our office. And then after that, I, we just started hanging out at the shop all the time. And then one thing led to another in the shop. That was the hangout spot all through high school, like literally freshman, sophomore, junior year of high school. Did you guys just terrorize the shit out of that place? That was the oh, 110 yeah. spot. That was where we kept our bikes. Thank you, Ward, for letting us have all that fun in that <laughs> shop. It was pretty it was sad awesome. moving out. The oh, whole floor was just solid black from tires. <laughs> I did receive a couple of Snapchats from that shop. If yeah. that shop could talk, we'd be in some serious legal trouble, I bet. But it yeah. was a ton of fun. It honestly probably kept us out of trouble. Oh, that, that's sure. where we would go. We could go do our own thing and no one would bug us. But we never like got into the party scene in high school, and I think that, that shop was probably a big part of that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. School got out and it was uh, text Alex, find out where he's at, head to the shop. And usually somebody from Power Sports, like Jordan always hung out over there. So then yeah. he'd be over at the shop. Yeah. Uh, Derek or Donnie would come over and we pretty much hang out there until nine o'clock and then yep. call it a night. Yeah. I remember doing that for seriously a solid two years. We'd go to the shop as soon as Joel would get out of school. I live a couple miles north of there, so I'd just go meet him there. We'd hang out, work on bikes, whatever we were doing that day, and then we'd go to Joel's for dinner, and then we'd go back out to the shop to hang out for a couple hours and then come back, go back home for the night and do it all over the next day. That's pretty cool. Speaking of Hante, he actually got a YZ252 stroke. Did he really? Oh, yeah, shit. I just sent a cylinder off for him. Cool. That'd be so good. once he gets back from Millennium, he says he's going to start riding a little bit. Cool. I don't know if we get back in the racing stuff, but... He's he's a fisherman now. Oh, he's <laughs> full blown fisherman. He knows yeah. what he's doing on that game. That's what that's what he's into now. Yeah, yeah, like Malcolm Stewart style fisherman. Oh, really? He's like Fully, super into it. Yeah, that's cool. You gotta find your gig though. Yeah. Speaking of them, they almost lost. Well, they had they got evacuated during that fire. Oh dang! A couple weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah. They didn't know if their house was going to be there when they got back, but luckily it was. Could you yeah. imagine that feeling? Like just packing all the shit that you can grab and then good luck to the rest of it. Right. Yeah, that yeah. would be terrible. That would be stressful. What are you grabbing? Pictures, probably. Pictures and like. No, a, you. What are you grabbing? Oh, just important shit like paperwork, probably. Are you riding that Suzuki out of there? Are you leaving her to go? Oh, no, that thing's solid, dude. It's in a C box. Those things never burn down. <laughs> I'd be packing guns. <laughs> right. <laughs> Paperwork and guns. Stuff that could blow up. <laughs> guns ammo. Yeah. Take my marriage license. Yeah. That's all I need. Proof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not getting it out you're not getting out of it that easy, yeah, Scooter. There's gonna be some someone listening to this and be like, No way, I'd leave that there. All <laughs> <laughs> right. No way, dude. I married up in the world. I got lucky. <laughs> 
You friggin' did. She's the well better half like, for sure. Dude. No offense <laughs> to you, Mike. You're you're a good guy, but yeah, got lucky. You caught a break there. Joel, is that collarbone literally the only bone you've ever broke? Yeah, I mean, I can't. It just was like a hairline fracture on the bottom of my fib, but I mean, it really didn't seem like much back for that. But yeah, dang, you took it well though, man. You're just like, yeah, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> <laughs> my shoulder hurts really bad. <laughs> I felt bad because that guy, that the EMT, like right when he got up to you, he just grabbed your shoulders. What's going on? Oh, everyone kept grabbing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like guys, collarbone, collarbone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank God for Mikey setting everyone straight because I wasn't really wanting to talk. Uh, yeah, that sucks. I'd freak out when I when I quit wearing my sling. Like it's amazing how many people like bump into you that you never notice, or like when they say hi or bye to you, they'll slap you on the shoulder, and like you pee your pants a little bit every time it happens. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I might, yeah, might have to actually wear it for six weeks then. <laughs> yeah, people just straight run into you. Well, you guys got something else for Joel? He cruised right through it. Yeah, he was he was fast. Yeah, Joel, what's with this Wasi Customs thing? So you're just mad you don't have a hat, bro. Yeah, I guess not. I'm not cool enough. I got static. I'm gonna have though. to get more Wasi Customs hats. But uh, so Wasi Customs, I guess, really, I always like so working at the dealership, and I always like to trick out stuff, and it's kind of like back to like the I've listened to something with the Deegans, and they talk about branding stuff. So I'm like, well, if I'm gonna put tires and wheels or do some stuff. We might as well call it something. So it's like a special package, like the RMT trucks everyone does because they think it's so cool. RMT truck. So got to start somewhere. So I started doing the Wasi customs. I get a little shit from people that it's customs, but I haven't really done anything too custom yet, but we'll get there someday, hopefully. But <laughs> it's just, good. just kind of fun for me because I always like tricking stuff out. And it's actually this last year picked up quite a bit with getting to do a lot more stuff for people. Nice. What all, what's like, what's the coolest thing in your eyes that you've done so far? Ooh, I just finished up two razors. Um, that was pretty fun getting to do. I had a lot of days worth of, uh, time and putting accessories on them. Um, but I don't know. I just, anything I can kind of have freedom with, I like a little bit more. So when it's something I'm starting out with and doing it how I want, I guess. So like I did a couple of different razors. Um, I took one and changed the plastics and made it all whited out and d- threw in some different lights and and tried to make it look kind of a little more aggressive and clean and not so much graphic up and whatnot. Nice. Do you enjoy the razor stuff more, kind of or or like I seen your it's stuff big on, market on, for on a dirt bike. Uh, the Keem did he have you do his bike? I seen the Wasi Customs all over it. Yeah, those boys I just got to kind of know from uh, when I worked on the track in Shadron. And most polite guys that you'll ever meet. And they're just always friendly. And so I kind of like to help them out, I guess. So I just hook them up with some graphics. And oh, nice. Do that. But That's cool. Yeah. And he's actually someone who's made a lot of progress this last year. I was kind of surprised. That's it's cool. Pretty cool. Just getting on a 250F, too, I've seen. Yeah. I think that's going to help him out a ton. Yeah. That definitely does help those kids out. 52. Is that one of them? Yeah. I did photos for him. One that's race. Cade. Yep, they're Kate super Kime. polite. Is it Kime or Keem? I think Kime. it's Kime. Yep, right? Kate yeah. Kime. Yeah. Yeah, super good family. That's cool. Yeah, they're really nice. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever really talked to them. but Yeah, but back to your question, the Razors, definitely more fun, I think, just because it's, like, less stressful. 
um, working on it or like a truck you got it's so much more expensive oh sure and so if you fuck something up or whatnot plus there's but, just a lot more to deal with too like electrical wise and stuff like that too yeah or like when you go to so like a lot of stuff i do and then have to sell it afterwards well really around here not a lot of people want to spend 10 grand over what a vehicle already costs where like the razors that is what everyone lives for on those things sure they're gonna do it anyway so they might as well have you do it and a lot of people don't exactly know what they want or like want to do the work of doing it so i figure if i have something sitting on the showroom ready to go that's different than like someone could walk up here and buy be a better way to go yeah so you just kind of do them as you get some in or whatever and then you just pick one and kind of deck it out and then just yeah pretty much anytime we have a few extras and then i kind of get an idea going throw something at it that's cool yeah and i have pretty good freedom luckily with my dad so makes it nice yeah that's sweet i like your logo too like that that just looks clean yeah i am i am jealous of it (laughs) he handed me that hat like shit (laughs) he's so cool you feel bad to hand him yours yeah (laughs) i'm like sorry for this junk dude (laughs) here's a work hat (laughs) (laughs) right no i like the flat tire one that's pretty sweet yeah they're okay i should have named it something else moons ago hey we could have named this thing summer cup <laughs> yeah summer cup <laughs> yeah um, no, but cool. i spent a lot of my uh racing career getting second place to uh alex <laughs> anytime he'd show up it was always a bummer for me alex is like i'm gonna toot your horn alex okay go ahead when he's riding a and i don't even know how to describe it it's like if you could watch music, that's like watching Alex ride a dirt bike. <laughs> it looks like no effort, and it's so smooth, but he goes so freaking fast all the time. That's how it's always been. Like You just always watch him, and it's like, how do you make it look so easy? Dude, it's freaking beautiful. Smooth Sorry to get all weird boys. on you, but <laughs> god damn, dude. Smooth is fast. Whatever. He is <laughs> Thank you, though. Shit. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that's Ryan Hughes is a little crazy in some of his thinking, but I'll have to say with it definitely shows in Alex's riding. Yeah, well, you, it was a lot of time spent down there. It was a lot of effort that went into it. So, so did you go ride like with where Alex was riding daily? Like, did you guys go ride together? Or did you go do different shit? Oh yeah, I I did the same training with uh, BJ that year. Oh, did you? Yep. So yep. That, that was the year that we got away from Rhino, and then Joel and Joel came down with us originally. And he, if I remember it, you weren't even going to do the training thing. You were just came down to ride. But yeah. then we met BJ, and he was a super awesome guy. And so Joel is like, well, I'll, yeah, can is there another spot in the program? And, and BJ said, Hell, heck, yeah, come on. So Joel yeah. and, and I and then a couple other guys that trained with Brian, we all every day at the track. That's sweet. So Alex's wreck is kind of what stopped him. Like, when did you come back? Did you get, like, burnt out? Or you just, like... Uh, just expensive. And, like, I had no plans of going anywhere with the sport. So it was kind of just a time to come back. And then I went... That's... I started working full-time then. Just kind of, like, that last summer for you kind of thing, or... Yeah, kind of the way to go out. Yeah. Well, that's but, cool. That's cool that you got to go and do that, though, too. Oh, yeah. I would have killed to stay till Alex came back, but... It was a sad day when Joel left, man. Ward came down and picked him up, and, man, it was a bummer. It, yeah. was, it was so boring then in the house. Had no one to talk to, no Just one to, quiet. like, bullshit with. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. And then going to the track alone, I was like, dang. This that kind of ruins it. It did. It, it was weird. It felt like, uh, 
know. Hard to explain. Okay, well, California has been the mecca for motocross for decades. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Florida now? Yeah. Texas? Oh, yeah. Florida. Florida. Georgia? Florida. Everyone's going to Florida. Yeah, because California, they're getting rid of all... I mean, the factory teams are all moving out. Everyone's moving out of there. Yeah. I think it's going to be Florida just from the standpoint that riders already have facilities there and they all live there. That's where they do... That's where they used to do all their outdoor training, but now that's basically where they do all of it. So... That's going to get weird here in the next few years. I don't blame them for wanting to get out of California. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. Do you know there's an exit tax there? An exit tax? Yeah. You no. have to pay to leave? Yeah, I have to pay to leave. Like, Or I, what? I think it's like 10% of everything you have. So, what someone told me. What? The most insane one that I've heard, and there's been a lot of them. So Rhino, He's the like Joel machine. said, he Rhino is, is kind of a crazy out there hippie guy. But Ryan, Ryan Hughes? Yeah. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> but he swore up and down if you followed every California law, it would be illegal to leave your house. He would say that all the time. Surprise. And when we got there at first, we're, we're like, no way. You're full of shit. And then sure, probably Damn. right, actually. Damn, dude. But I heard one just recently that said um, they did a commercial vehicle. Um, like a, like a, They banned any commercial vehicle that's older than 2010. Yeah. Nice. So if you have if you have a 2000 dude, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Dude, do you know how many truck drivers are using old trucks cuz so they don't have to use the electronic logbook? Like literally thousands of but truck drivers. California have all the smog and all the emission and they're, all the stuff. They're not using it so they don't have to use electronic log. They're using it cuz they don't want emissions. Right. Oh, that true. Yeah. Emissions are expensive. Um California does not have an exit tax, but they can charge you California taxes for up to 10 years. Wow. Okay. Holy. What a shit show. It's probably like the saying they with divorces, they're expensive because they're fucking worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. There you go. Boom. That's really good. <laughs> God, I would hate to live in California. Yep. I'm so thankful where we grew up and where we live. This should be the Same. next training spot for all them pro dudes. Yeah, right, dude. They don't know what to do with snow. Well, that's when Alex and I rolled into California there that day was the San Bernardino uh, shooting. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, like we were just driving by and like all of a sudden we're just getting blown by by cops. It was nuts. And then they had the interstate all shut down and everything like zoned off right by San Bernardino. I forgot about that. Completely. Were you guys just that. like, "What the fuck is going on?" Or did you not? Did you not have any idea? And so you probably didn't really think about well, it. Well, like in California, like crazy shit like that happens all the time, or yeah. like the fatality on the interstate happens every day, and so you don't know like what we didn't know, and then we obviously found out later. But it's like, jam. That's insane, dude. Yeah, it was weird. What What was your favorite California track? Ooh, I'd say Paris at night. It was my favorite. Just something under the lights. It does feel different riding your dirt bike under lights, doesn't it? For mm. some, for oh, yeah. whatever dumb reason, like you just feel cooler. Just the like, fact that it's not normal, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially on those warm summer nights. They used to have a track up in uh, Idaho that was that way. That they only they started. Uh, man, it's like six o'clock at night. They start practice, and then they'd run right in. Is uh, more arena cross style, and that was that mountain home, but uh. Yeah, you're racing on a nights on a warm night. That's a lot of fun. That's yeah, what's so that fun about cool. the verticross, dude, is doing it at night. Like, yeah. I love it's that. Nice it's warm night. And, yeah. Such a good time. 
Anything else for Joel? Joel, you got anything else? Nothing I can think of. Man, you cruised right through your questions. I did good. Isn't your girlfriend hurt too? Yeah, she broke from, her back from two riding weeks a dirt ago. bike. Yeah. Oh, what? And Homer, she wrecked. Dang, that sucks. Yeah. Is it like a major break or? Uh, so she, I don't remember which ones. I'm bad at that, but <laughs> she broke. She's uh, not listening, right? She broke one in her upper neck, kind of, and then uh, chipped three in mid back, kind of. Dang. That sucks, dude. Going back to the Mitchell thing, there was a lot of women riders. Did you notice that? Uh, I uh, can't say I paid much attention. Yeah, you were probably hurt or loopy <laughs> the whole time. But yeah, he's dude, not there, a single man. There was a ton of women. <laughs> Neither am I, but man, there was a lot Dang. of women's riders. <laughs> I was impressed. Like that's cool. It's cool to see that. Yeah, there was a lot at indoors too. Yeah, coming back. Yeah. Well, that's like fifty riders and everything. It's I was getting scared. Like I mean, four years ago is like man, this sport is dying around here. Yeah. Then thank God for COVID because holy shit, sure seems to bring them back. That's for sure. Hopefully it stays back. Yeah. We got Alex out of retirement. Hmm. We got you out of retirement. Yeah. Get everybody else riding too. Um, just like everything, motocross is a wave, you know, your highs and lows. And when you're in the sport a long time, you see it. And it is cool to see the, the kids coming up, though, again. Yeah. It's cool to see a 50 class, multiple 50 classes with lots of people and lots of kids. Yeah. And the family's, you know, all about it again. Yep. Bringing the, you know, the whole crew and the camper and the dog and everything with them. It's cool. Yeah. That's like getting case and racing now, my little brother. And my dad went all out again. With motorhome and trailer, and so yeah, especially going to Homer, it was like, holy shit, this is like old times. This is awesome. It shoots you back down memory lane. Yeah, yeah. that's Jace came on that one, and he did the practice day. He had a little bit of a reality set on his speed. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I cannot wait for Kason to get on a sixty five, so he's not on an electric dirt bike. Oh, you're telling me, God. <laughs> like I love Kason, and I'm all stoked that he's racing and everything, but. On the electric one, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to say, like, I really watch him ride that versus his gas one. And the electric has a lot of advantages for those little kids because, yeah, like, I noticed he doesn't brake on the electric one because it freewheels coming into the corners. Sure. So he carries a lot more flow versus the gas bike. And then jumping it, it has no engine braking. So if he lets off the gas, it doesn't tip forward or anything. Well, then he, when he gets onto the gas one, it was almost like he's endoing. Oh, sure. So, I think uh, in a way they need to figure out what they're going to do if they're going to get some electric 65s and keep going with it because, I mean, you're kind of messing with the kids with their own adding the electric one and then they got to relearn again and relearn again. Right. So, I mean, he's riding a 65 around the house, but I can't wait to get him actually going. What what, uh, color is 65? Blue. Really? Yeah. Oh, making a change, huh? Getting off them shitty ass. (laughs) KTM's Husqvarna's the white KTM. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a reason there's so many of them, Mike. Yeah. All of you guys have bad taste. Do they still make are they making YZ sixty five still? Yeah. yeah. They're still, new every year. It's a new thing. Yeah. What do you mean still? Well, they just started making them new again a couple years ago, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They made them they made YZ sixties way back in the day. Way back. They were yellow. Yeah, back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Did Honda ever make a CR sixty? Oh, and make me think way too hard right now. I think they did, didn't they? I don't think so. No? No, I think it was always like a trail style. 
Like Didn't a, you have Hondas, Joel? I've had a lot. Who was I arguing with about that? I don't know. It was someone in here. I had a Honda 450 last, yeah. Yeah. I was arguing with someone. I'm like, I'm positive I saw Honda, it. You've had CR-60. multiple Yamahas, multiple Cowies, a couple of different Hondas, and yeah, you've with, had almost all of them now. Yeah, when Gickling had uh, Power Sports, we always ran Yami or Cowie. And then uh, once he got out, then I kind of had free reign. Yeah. Dude, is that not the coolest thing cool you've ever seen? That's a little oh, CR60. That's a legit one. That's stock. Yeah. Somebody didn't make that? I don't think so. Does that look familiar, Gage? It's from your time. <laughs> <laughs> 1873, you were there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think they only made them a couple years. Huh. That'd be cool to see one of them. It'd be same cool with, to restore same with the one. YZ. 60 is only a couple years. Joel, I could see you being like a guy that restores old bikes, something like that. Oh, I have a love for them things. My basement's kind of full right now. Yeah. Oh, really? Do you yeah. have some projects going on? Uh, I got a 82 YZ125 and a YZ80, both 82s. And then I got a 7780. And then I got a 76 uh, Z50. And then um, I got a Honda Cub. I, anything vintage, I love it. Dang. I even got cool. an old uh, Cub Cadet, or not a Cub Cadet, but uh, it's a lawnmower. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's a lawnmower. I can't remember what brand it is right now. God dang it. That's but, cool to see a young guy into old stuff, though. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm kind of all about the vintage stuff. I mean, anytime someone comes out with a gear that's kind of vintage style, I'm all about it. Yeah, you were all about that JT gear when it first came out. I remember you guys were the first people I seen wearing that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then they went stupid on their styles. <laughs> So, do you restore them and ride them, or just restore them and hang them? Uh, restore them and let them sit, pretty much. Yeah. That's I uh, bought Tucker's two-stroke from him and kind of just freshened that baby up, and it's now a basement ornament. <laughs> his KTM? No, his Honda. Oh. Oh, his 250F? Uh, 250 two-stroke. Oh, I didn't know he had a Honda 250 two-stroke. Yeah, that's what he had for the longest time before he uh, got the KTM. Oh, nice. Yeah. What year is that one? It's an 03. Okay. Did they do the RC valve in 04 or 02? 03 was the first year. Oh. No, 02. I'm sorry. 02 was the first year. Yeah. At 2000, 2001 was mechanical. Then at 2000, 2001 was mechanical. And 02, they went the RC valve. Hmm. Yeah, walking into Joel's house is pretty cool. Between all the dirt bikes, you and Tucker and Zach, all the bikes in the garage, and then the Harleys. But then if you walk downstairs, he's got all those project bikes and a couple other things <laughs> sitting down there all, all lined up in a row. That's, That's cool. cool. Joel, you ever do a burnout before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tucker and Zach were just asking about, or talking about it the other day, making bets on how many tires I go through this year. <laughs> we'll see. It's hard to get tires right now, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I just was finding that out on some truck tires for my dad, so <laughs> I better take it a little easy this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe leave one left. Are you about sick of cleaning your garage? Because that never looks like a fun time to clean that burnout burn shit out. Oh, it's Him and the, Steve Odlin get together really well. <laughs> yeah, Steve loves burnout. Last year, Steve Odlin had his birthday, <laughs> got his motor home up, kind of put the jacks down a little bit so he'd get the tires spinning, <laughs> and then he pulled the jacks up, and he was doing a burnout in his motor home. <laughs> oh, that's badass. <laughs> Yeah, I pretty much anything I get into, I can figure out how to do a burnout on it. <laughs> when you like riding street too, don't you? Oh, yeah. I'm loving the Harley life. Yeah. Yeah. Street glide? What road, you have? Road, road glide. glide. So we had a party at Joel's house. Well, there's been a couple of them, but the, a year ago, the <laughs> yeah. big wild one. Yeah, that one. Things 
led to other things. And Joel did a burnout on his Harley that equaled him literally melting through like the top quarter inch of concrete in his garage floor. There was uh, three phases of burnouts. It was insane. So (laughs) I have the videos of it. I'll show you guys after this. But there was smoke bellowing out of his like soffit and fascia and through the garage door seams and into his house. It was insane. (laughs) And your neighbors are just cool with it or what? Uh, No, not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that night, I think the cop showed up about four o'clock and we were out on pit bikes and had beer in our hands. And I honestly did not know you could get a DUI on a pit bike. (laughs) Thank God for the warning from that cop. But yeah, we, uh, cause last year we, uh, we all bought pit bikes right when COVID started. And I mean, we were going all out in the neighborhood. Dude. I mean, we had tracks set up in the different mounds cause there's a new construction going on and, uh, wheeling yep. up and down the street. And I get an email maybe three weeks into it from my HOA about an annoyance <laughs> and all this stuff. And so, yeah, it kind of got shut down and then. I didn't think much about it, and then uh, a family friend was telling me that the HOA had two private meetings on trying to figure out how to get me out of the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't get invited, huh? (laughs) Yeah. You can't even be there to defend yourself. No. That's awesome, dude. (laughs) So I feel like someday I'm probably going to show up, and there's going to be a for sale sign in front of my house that I have no clue about. (laughs) But we've been taking it a little easy lately. That's awesome. They're probably just like, oh, God damn, Wasserburger's at it again. <laughs> to get him out of the neighborhood. Yeah, my backyard wasn't finished at one point. I had a nice little circle track going. <laughs> there for a little while when you guys all got those pit bikes, dude, when you guys started riding them or whatever, that'd pretty much be anything on my Snapchat stories. <laughs> would just be someone wide open on a pit bike doing something crazy. And like 30 of you guys would be recording it, I swear <laughs> to God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah it doesn't take much for our friend group to turn into big kids yeah and we liked i mean when we get into something it seems like we all got to go all out like we all push each other and it's yeah it's not good that's awesome yeah we went through the 110 phase and like you said it it was seriously probably three or four days a week that we would ride 110 yeah, did you guys would be bombing and we'd go through <laughs> we'd go Right on the bypass, the truck bypass around town. We'd go up behind Menards up on the hill. We'd just kind of go over wherever we want. Maybe M Hill. Maybe <laughs> M Hill. Maybe. Dang. There's awesome. new dirt bike kids in my neighborhood, and I'm pumped about it. Really? Yeah. I don't know if, like, they're steamy checks. Their parents bought them. <laughs> well, and they all have, like, little SSRs, you know? Yeah. And I know which house it is because I could see them. They carved a track into their own yard. Yeah. And then they'll hit the streets. And they'll be riding through the streets. And then behind my house, there's like a strip of land that nobody owns. Mm -hmm. And they have like some billboards and shit there. But like them kids will just bomb that strip all freaking day. And every time I've seen like, hell yeah, dirt park kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should be that cool neighbor. Yeah. Because it's hard to find those people. Kelsey was telling me some guy that's in our neighborhood was on Facebook bitching about him. I'm about to go smack him in the nuts. Like, let the boys ride. He deserves it. So yeah. there's like a there's like a little park at our by our house too, and someone just took a bobcat and made some corners and like some little mounds, and they made it for pedal bikes, like little kids on pedal bikes. Mm-hmm. Well, these little, we take our little electric bikes over there, mm-hmm. Kelsey and I do, and the dirt bike kids will roll up, 
and do it. So then I go get my big bike and ride it through the neighborhood. <laughs> Dude, as long as you, they'll follow you wherever you go. They followed me around the whole neighborhood one day. Kelsey on the back. We're like freaking wheeling down the street and shit. And they're just following. Like, what? hell yeah, dirt bike kids. Dude, you're the Jeremy McGrath of your neighborhood. They think I'm so cool. <laughs> they think I'm so cool. <laughs> it's like on Hot Rod when he's riding with the, all the bike gang. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Only it's like... 10 and 11 year olds on SSRs. Get a handful of hats and just start tossing them out. To the I kids. should, dude. I'll like pull them in my driveway and they're all like thumbs up on the way by. That's like, cool. It is cool. They'll remember awesome. that. Yeah. You'll always be remembered as that guy in the neighborhood. Cool kid. That cool neighbor. Yeah. 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 I'll be washing my bike when I get home and they ride by. Nice bike. Oh, yeah, little dudes. <laughs> Keep it real. <laughs> Sucks that they don't know any better than calling your KTM nice. But I was just oh gonna say that's God. probably the first time he's heard that. Yeah. They don't know any better. Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine if they seen Dusty's bike? They would shit themselves. Oh my God! I know. <laughs> Frick you guys! I'm the cool dude in my neighborhood. <laughs> the parents don't like me, but screw <laughs> them. Parents. Don't <laughs> like Maybe we just need to add a little Wasit Customs to that orange thing. Probably dress her up a little bit. Yeah, change color. That's what I was. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Joel, Joel will just take it and just swap it with his cow. Mike, and go the sell frame it. is orange. What do you want me to do? I get a different one. Oh gosh, do like Cole Seely, strip your frame down. Raw, 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 raw metal. Yep, that does look pretty cool. Yeah, this bike is awesome. You have to have the suspension done first. I figured out last podcast I'm about a hundred hours due on a rear shock. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Still bouncing. Are you ready for um, Gage's Tech Tips? Gage's Tech Tips. Yeah. Gage's Tech Tips. All right. This one's going to be uh, short and sweet, but one thing that I know we've seen a couple this week that came in where levers felt very sticky, um, not very smooth. One easy thing to do is take the pivot point, the, the bolt out, uh, put it in a drill, wind it up, like a lot of times I'll put rubber over the threads just to protect them, put them in a drill bit, um, wind it up, polish it up, um, get any contaminants off of it, put some grease on it, put it back together, and uh, it works really well. If you're on plastic throttle tubes, don't need any lubrication, um, especially if you're on the MAGs or anything like that. But uh, if you're on an aluminum throttle tube, a little bit of gun oil in there helps. So, oh, nice. so it nice. slides across the bar a little bit easier. Yep. And then also lube and throttle cables, clutch cable, stuff like that. Yeah. It makes the controls feel way like, better. Like butter. Yeah. Like so much New better. again. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's walked up and grabbed that, that one rock hard clutch and you're like, there's no way I could do two laps on that thing. Yeah. Right. Where if you take and polish that pivot point and even on the brake on the contact point, put a little bit of grease in there. And it can just be wheel bearing grease. You know, I use Maxima stuff, but, uh, any kind of good grease or even a uh, molly diem molly grease works real well it doesn't wash out very fast but put that on the pivot point and on the contact point and it just makes it feel so much better we're going to get that kind of click 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 where you feel notching it just feels a lot better so yeah that was quick cool that's also something i've never done before it makes the levers feel so much better. <laughs> One time, I got my throttle cables were kind of sticking. Towards the end, it wouldn't come back all the way. And I didn't have anything else, and I sprayed um, chain lube in there. Nice. doesn't work. <laughs> chain lube, really? Chain lube is, like, really sticky. Works for a little bit, but, but then gets way worse. 
guess I had a different experience. Yeah. I've done that before. Oh, do mine, wanna, got, mine got sticky, sticky. Do you want to do like a penetration? Penetrate. They have cable lube, but uh, pe- penetrating lube works well too. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The chin. penetrating. There it is. Penetrating oil. What were you saying? Penetration. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was lost. <laughs> That's what's on your. Get your mind out of the gutter. Dresser at home. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have a tire popper? Our static collective tire popper, do you have one? Yeah, I do. Oh, let me get my timer. Oh, yeah. Here's hope, the rules, Jill. If hope, you go over 30 seconds, it doesn't count. I hope no one steals mine because I got a good one. Don't go over 30 seconds or we're not counting it. All right. Who's oh, going first? Stopwatch, you are. Oh, nice. So I can steal Chris's. If if you steal mine, it'll blow my mind. <laughs> it will blow my mind. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so uh, I hate when people's money organization skills is terrible. Like, they go to pay you for something, and all their bills are flipped around backwards or, like, crossed or whatever. Or, like, when I open my wallet, I know exactly what I have. Everything's in line. All the heads are facing the same way, and it's just correct. Anything other than that drives me absolutely insane. Like when people try to pay you for a race and they just hand you a wad of money and then call it a day and they don't, like nothing's facing the correct way, drives me nuts. Oh, no. Shut up, dude. 30.05. Oh, no. uh, Mike, not valid. <laughs> Piss off. Do whatever you want with oh, your money. no. Hand it to him in a paper sack. Dude, we don't care. Rigged. <laughs> I hit stop right when you looked at me. Rigged. Doesn't count. Come Dumb. back to me. I don't know. I'll think of one. I don't really know one. Does that not bug anybody else? No, it totally yeah. does. Oh, man. Even like when you're at the gas station and they hand you money back and it's just a shit show and you have to stand. I, I stand there and I organize it before I leave the line. How how do they know how you're supposed to want it? Well, How else are they, they supposed to hand it to you? They don't need to hand it to me with every bill facing a different direction. Like your till should be all in one way. So then you should, when you give me my money, I should only have to turn it once to put it in my wallet. You can tell what bill it is from both sides. Like there's numbers on the corner. You ever have to count money and one bill is backwards and then you lose your train of thought because all you can think about is one backwards bill. <laughs> and now you got to start over. ADHD. Dude, it is <laughs> OCD. a struggle. <laughs> yeah, I think this is an OCD thing. Really? doesn't matter. It's not valid. No, I definitely agree with Mike. <laughs> yeah, see, Joel's on my, on my team. I don't like when they put it, your money in the wrong order where he's like one's... 20s, 5s, like where it's all just like, uh, yeah. The flopping, if I get paid from somewhere, I, I do, I'll flip it back, but that's not a huge deal for me. Either. It doesn't matter if it is. He went over. Joel, you got a rant? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. All right. When you take it out of your time and your money and you're providing the equipment to work on a track, and people who have only rode that track in their life or only a few tracks complain about it and bitch and whine and threaten to fight you or all this stuff. It's like, and I just can't believe people aren't grateful enough, I guess, for when you work on a track. 21. Valid. Valid. Yeah. Good to go. But that sucks, dude. That does suck. That sucks. That's someone's mindset. You're out there trying to make it better and they're going to complain to you about it. Yeah, that's like, go the, get your skid steer, bro. You come fix it. The easiest thing to do is complain over volunteering. That's sure. I, I saw a sign at uh, Homer. I was actually going to send it to you, Mike. It said, uh, before you complain, have you volunteered yet? Yeah, dude. Amen. Like, they said that at riders meeting at, in the, at the Mitchell race, and I was like, amen, dude. Like, yeah. I couldn't agree more. No. <sighs> that's kind of what happened to the Crawford track. 
Is Bill that, did a lot of cool things with that track, and he built a couple cool jumps and sections. I thought they were safe, and when we rode there, no one ever had an issue. That was probably some of the best times Crawford was ever prepped or done, and unfortunately, people started is bitching about it. Is that done? Is that shut down? Yeah, because the Motorcycle Association down there, uh, or, or who gave me permission to work on it, and then uh, after I did all that work, someone took it upon themselves to go uh, modify what I did, and they had no permission, so it pissed off the president of the club, and he turned it over and said, if you guys want to deal with it, you got to come up with your own insurance and everything. So can like if we just pulled up, could we ride there or no? I don't know what the status is of it now because I was last I heard that maybe they got something going, but they had to keep up on it, keep it mowed and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that's been happening because I think maybe they had a little bit of a reality set. Yeah, that sucks. Which it sucked, but that's kind of what I was wanting to happen to them because it's like, I mean, that because they were complaining about the Shattern track too, and it's like well, that track was rain rutted galore before I showed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but Shattern's still good to go, right? Oh yeah, yep. Good. That one's going to be good to go forever. We should uh, hopefully. It'd be nice if we could race there, Joel. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd take a lot to get that to go. You'd have to widen it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, widen it, and then uh, like volunteer pits and the insurance reasons of that. Because I kind of talked to them once when you said that before, mm-hmm. and just because like the way that because that's the old enduro club and they're not really Uh-oh. existing anymore. So that's the struggle. And they were really hesitant on pissing off the city because the rule was that the city sold it to them for a dollar and the city can buy it back for a dollar if it, for if they whether want, they want yeah. to or not. Hmm. So you just have to tell them, like, look, at, we had 390 entries last weekend. You know, that's, that's a lot of people in your hotels and your gas stations and your restaurants. Yeah, I, I need to just get back Smooth to going down there over. and working on it and then just kind of put it out there have a ride day or something because yeah. – Usually, if you time it with the moisture and hit the track with the tiller and whatnot, that's actually a hell of a time. Yeah, that's like one of the best times you can have is if you can hit Chadron, you know, in the morning, like after a rain or whatever, and then cruise over to Crawford after it's set up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're having yourself a good day. Well, there, there was a track north of town for a while there that I think they had a couple races on, did they? Mm, well, there actually was one behind our dealership. We had a race once. I remember that one, but then Bruckner brought me out. That was a oh, way so that was a guy named Pat Waugh. He had a personal track out that way, okay. but his dad doesn't want anything to go on with that. Oh, because I rode that years ago. That was a lot of fun. Jake Kelly and James Carter and I went down. Ezra rode that. That was a good time. Is there a lot of people riding in Nebraska? Um, I. I think there used to be a lot more. It's kind of died down, but I mean, it, it's back to there ain't nothing really up here. So a lot of people will go down there. Yeah. But that's kind of like that. A lot of that stuff is kind of dying away is just people always complain and make it no fun anymore. And I, I just wish people would realize to just be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. As I'm over here complaining about Sturgis, <laughs> whatever. Ha, Gage. Yep. Got one? Yep. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so I'll be in the middle of working on a motor, and all of a sudden the phone goes off, and I'm trying to debate whether I set the motor down or go get the phone. I'll go get the phone and said, tell marketer. 
and I'm just so <laughs> sick of answering telemarketer phone calls. That's my rant. Boom, done. Seventeen oh nine, good to go. Valid rant, dude. I totally get that too. Our Super phone rings off rant. the fucking hook, and it's always a telemarketer. Seems like. Yeah. My favorite one is when you, hello, click. You hear him hang up. You son of a bitch, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's the What's the thing for like they? It's kind of old, and I forget they call it. It's where you win a bunch of money, and they're at your house with the big check. Oh, publish like, your clearinghouse. I won that the other day. Two million. Did you? Yep. Nice, dude. Yeah. Really? Bobby from Pakistan told me I won. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's a reliable source. He called me on my work phone. And he's Hell like, yeah. you won two million publishers clearinghouse. Sweet. I'm like, sick, Bobby. What's my name? <laughs> Caterpillar. Oh, we pulled your name from a random poll. <laughs> sick. I'll Alex, take- do you have one? Yeah, I got one. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. My rant is how the different air filter oils won't get completely cleaned by air filter solvents. Like a Maxima air filter oil, you'd wash it in anything other than gasoline. It's not coming out clean. 14 seconds. Valid. I just got a new product in from WR. I'm going to have to try it. I have to try it. I just got a new product in. That's... I'm an FFT and gasoline guy, and honestly, I've never ruined a filter. Everybody and their fucking dog, oh, you're going to ruin them. You're going to ruin them. Dude, I've been doing air. I've gar- I've done more air filters than 90% of the people at the race, and I've never had an issue. Do you I- still do your filters and gas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I won't do anything else. It's so much faster, and it just you're and it's dry in like 10 minutes. You can oil it, put it back in, be done with your day. Well, I just got this new product from WR, mm-hmm. and they say it cleans everything, and it's better than anything else that's out there. We are going to try it here really quick because with all the races going on. Isn't that what No Toil said a couple of years ago? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to test it. I'm Mike, just giving you Did you hear him? Yeah. And it's supposed to even clean No Toil, but No Toil does have their own cleaner. Well, maybe if it works, you could do that uh, air filter deal like Alex and I had in California. Oh, where yeah. I want drop that. Drop them off and then I want that pick bad. up some fresh ones. We could get two or three washer and dryer setups right in the back of this room. That could be a little side gig for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Super down. We'll get because th- you we'll, have all that free time, right? We'll get Thomas right on that. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Thomas is a good dude. He's a guy that comes in and helps out quite a bit. And, yeah, he uh, was good shit. That's who I rode to Nebraska with, and that was a pretty good time. Yeah, Thomas is a good dude, and I could put him right on top of that. That would be so good. <laughs> Please do it. That was so much easier than cleaning. Dude, that's filters. what I want. You guys are just a bunch of whiners. I bet it'd be surprising, though, how many people would do it around here oh, with everyone riding. I bet. I mean, quite a if few. If you could stop and grab three or five clean air filters and drop off the dirty ones. Yeah. So what were they charging for that? $5 a filter. That's not bad. You don't own the filter. You just you pay $5 per filter to take it, and then you bring it back. If you want to buy the filters, you can buy them at, obviously, like a discounted rate. But Do you have to start? With your own filter? You know no. what I mean? You have to have something to exchange? No. Okay. So the guy who was doing it, Hoodie, he was a... Was it No Toil? What kind of filter was it? They were the DT1. DT1. He was a DT1, I don't know if it's dealer or whatever you call it. Like a rep. A rep. And he had literally piles of them. I still have probably 25 to 40 uh, <laughs> Yamaha 250 air filters. Weren't you supposed to give them back? You said you don't own them. We bought them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We he made us buy them. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going through enough. Gage, that's what I want. Can we make that happen? 
I'll talk to Thomas. I don't even like touching old, you know, like you pull your dirty air filter out and it's like half dirt, half oil and super sticky. I freaking hate that. Yeah. I get, I have these things. They're super convenient and they've been around a long time. You just slide your hand right in. They call them gloves. That's for your super soft office fingers, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Not all of us have such sensitive little fingers. That's got what diesel mechanic Joe up in here complaining about. Oil <laughs> on his Dude, I hate it. Dude, about? I hate like the feeling of oil on my hands. I hate it. Hmm. Hate what? it. What about brake fluid? That kind of hurts. Hurts. Like, oh, I'm thinking brake cleaner. Oh yeah, brake cleaner will find every little cut on your hand for free. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> Whatever one you forgot about, brake cleaner <laughs> will remind you. I hate oil on my hands. Grease, hate it. The only thing I don't like is hydraulic fluid just because you're like water resistant afterwards. Like you can barely even get yourself clean because the water just beads off you so fast. Half those like big loaders, hoses in them, you have to like climb up the belly of the loader to change it. And like you're trying to be so careful the whole time because like your hair will hit a pile of grease and just ruins your whole day. (laughs) Like this is friggin' miserable. And then... Or if you stay clean and you're just about to get that hose off and it pops off, then you just get covered anyway. Yeah. Nice. Hate <laughs> it. I'd say coolant's the worst. I hate getting coolant on Coolant? Me. Dude, have you have you ever had, this is a weird one, gas in your armpit? Oh, burns. Fuck, does it burn. <laughs> Holy smokes, dude. You wouldn't expect that. Well, but they, like, they poke holes. Yeah, we drain vehicles. So, like, we just set it on a, on a rack or whatever and you walk under it and you just poke holes in it. Yeah, I had the tool that I was using get stuck in there, and I was, like, ripping it around on my hand while all that gas was running right down my bicep, right down my armpit, down my side. 30 seconds later, dude, I was taking a shirt off, getting some water, rubbing it, and it's not helping, dude. It just sucks. Have you ever stuck, Gage, you might have, if you spray a rag with brake clean and use it, have you ever stuck it in your back pocket? Oh, yeah. You're, like, you don't notice it right away. Then all of a sudden, your ass is cold. And you're like, why is my ass cold? And then all of a sudden, your ass is on fire. <laughs> and you're like, whoa! Rest of the day. Feels like someone took a grinder to your butt. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this shit. I hate that. Time me. I'm ready. All right, what do you got, buddy? Hold up. You don't need that timer. I'm not going over. All right, let's go. Well, no... <clears throat> Make sure you get the full 30 seconds because uh, he got you. So Three, two, one, go. I don't like when you're watching Supercross and they do that split thing where they're showing you like first and second racing and then like a battle in fourth and fifth. I can't see either one of them. And I, I have a 70-inch TV in my living room and I cannot see what's going on in either of them. Like I wish they would just switch back and forth. Or at least do like a full-on half screen. That's not part of my time, but yeah. I stopped it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that I don't like when true. they split it. That is very true. I watched Supercross this morning, and in the mains they were doing that. And yeah, you squint and you you can't tell who is who. You can't see you either can't one. Really but they have that whole fucking toolbar with everybody's name. You know, like if they would just get rid of that for a little bit and then do a full on half screen one on one, like one camera on this side, one camera on that side, it would be right. a lot better. Yeah, they don't even use the whole screen when they do it. Yeah, they well, do like, some dumb background. You're seeing with the toolbar, so they go over the finish line, they show first, second, and then all of a sudden it disappears. You're like, what happened to everyone else? <laughs> yeah, so some dude, of us yeah. are playing fantasy here. Yeah. <laughs> like we want to see all the way down to like at least 15th. Bring back speed channel. That's just what we need. <laughs> the speed channel. That's where it scrolled across the top. Yeah. 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 I didn't like, the only thing I don't like about that is like, if you're looking for someone and you missed them, like you, you, gotta you, miss half, dude. you miss half the race watching it. <laughs> Sucks watching an old race too, because then they like skip forward without like you really knowing. So then you miss a whole list of yeah. names that whole go Whole rotation. Yeah. Mike, what'd you learn? 
Ooh. Um, I learned that Joel likes to do a little customization on razors. Was okay. that yours, Gage? Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> that wasn't a very I, good... Wait, are we going to talk about our outdoor picks? Oh, gonna... we forgot to do that when we came back from break. Yeah, nice work. Chris. Do you have yours? I'm going to go um, San Cerrillo. Okay, these are our picks for who will win the outdoor championship. Oh, boy. San Cerrillo. You really want to pick AC? You picked him for indoors or yeah, for Super too. Yeah, we almost too. got it. We did good for the first half season. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go web. No joke, huh? Well, Tough I'll be Alex for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just gave me death glare. He didn't even race outdoors that. last year. Web? Yeah. Yeah, but it's a new new year. Hmm. New year, new you? Yeah. Nice. Joel. Sexton. The champion. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good pick, I bet. Thoughts on Sexton, boys? I dig him. He's a badass. He has raw speed. I think he's going to wreck style. two punch. Did you guys see how fast he was in the whoops in after the, the whoops. finish line? Oh, that was my God. Fun. Yeah. That was insane. That is that James Stewart training going on he right was, there, boys. He, exactly. <laughs> he walked by rocks and like he was standing still. Yeah, dude. I picked Sexton over uh, Webb, but this is me. Well, Cooper Webb was I mean, bold, hey, dude. <laughs> come talk to me in like September. I think Tomac will probably do a one last one, and then I bet this is the end. He just re-upped two years. With Cowie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. then I'll go. Just to be different, I'll go with. Nobody that. is going to pick the reigning champ, huh? Zach Osborne? Yeah. Hey, he's like 100 years old. No faith. No. That was a fluky huh? one. Isn't Tomac o- older than? No, Tomac's only 28. Osborne's like 31, I think. Isn't Moosekin 30 or 31? Could be. I don't know. I thought he was 30, at least. Okay. Well, I could see Musquin being 30. I'll I just know Tomac hey, and I are the same age. Muskan might do pretty good this summer, actually. I think he's on the downslope, dude. I think he's on his way. Like, I get he's staying with KTM, but... How would you like to be second in line on that team twice now? Oh, I know. From Dunge like, to Cooper. Uh, he yeah. was supposed yeah. to be the dude after Dunge. Yep. yep, that was the plan. Cooper Webb didn't really let that happen. Well, it's the French. They don't like to win. <laughs> Besides designations. <laughs> yeah. Okay. AC, Cooper Webb, Chase Sexton. I'm going to go Tomac. I'll just, I'll just, since he up for two years, I think I'll try hard this year. Next year, I'll probably sign it in. Just mail it in next year. Yep. So if he up for two years, I'll, I'll take him for a year. I think Eli Tomac had a nice supercross season off. Got a little, got a little racing in. R&R. I think, <laughs> I think he's going to, I think he's going to get another outdoors. It's going to lay it down, you think? Yep. Because Gage picked him already. Who would be your second pick? Yeah. What about lights class? You guys want to do that too? What about Roxon? Oh, that'd be good. Uh, uh, no, I don't think Roxon. No? He's too emotionally defeated right now. What scares me about Roxon is all the things, like all the documentaries they're doing about him and his kid. And it doesn't scare me. It's awesome that he's he's doing that. But you can just see that that's where his focus is. Yeah. Like he literally put an Instagram post up after... Webb passed him on the last lap when he wrecked in the whoops in Atlanta. Atlanta. Or, yeah. Atlanta. When he had that one, re- without, it was one. He had it yeah. and he wrecked. He put on Instagram. He was like, well, that sucks. But how do you be mad at a little kid face like this or something like that? Yeah. You can tell he's just they were not talking on motivated. Hope the Honda guys were kind of getting on him about that. They're like, how are you not more upset? Yeah. yeah. Like, this is it. I said he needs to spend a couple weeks with Barsha. 
Or Anderson. <laughs> Dude, God, I still wish we could have figured out what happened there. Second pick, I don't know about winning, but I think he's going to do good as Anderson. I'd like to see him do good. He started picking it up at the end of Supercross. He really he did. Do you guys see how he winded really he was, though, when he did his interview after that heat race win? He's not an elevation guy. He's gotten elevation sickness twice at yeah. Thunder Valley, though, too. That's true, but... Because he's fried, I really bro. Noticed, I really noticed he was... <laughs> Altitude <laughs> sickness. Yeah. Team fried. Team fried, bro. You guys want to do 250 class? Yeah, go ahead. I'm thinking Justin Cooper. He's going to be a tough one to beat. Is... Is J-Mart going to be back for outdoors? He's oh, riding. Shit. Actually, rewind. J-Mart. <laughs> yeah, totally forgot about totally J-Mart, dude. Yeah. Is he going to be back? Yeah, he's racing. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Forkner. Oh, fuck. That's what I was going to say. Get Jet most of the season off. Going Jet Lawrence. Oh, dang it. That's a good oh, yeah. one, too. Nice, dude. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> to be different, I'll do Colt Nichols. I think I don't know if he'll be good outdoor. He's he is good indoor, but yeah. I think, uh, um, man, I just drew a blank. Nice work, just totally drew a blank. Uh, something that's kind of cool about Cooper and Nichols. Uh, Justin Cooper's number is thirty-two. Nichols is third or sixty-four. So sixty-four divided by two is 30, 32. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that's so sick. And they both won titles, so that was kind of cool on the same team. But I'm Col- not sure what button to hit. Col- Colt Nichols could <laughs> no. Colt Nichols could do well. He, he, he could be all right. I think he'll do good. Aaron Plessinger could be a sleeper in the 450 class too. He yeah. Oh yeah. Really picked it up yeah. the last couple of races. It's like he's gaining his confidence back, and he's got Dale Earnhardt in his corner. So it's all good. <laughs> Dude, I'm going Jet Lawrence. Do it for Dale. I like that dude too much, and he's too fast. Jet Lawrence is good. Jet player. Lawrence is doing it. Cool, they both got on the podium. J Mart's gonna wreck. Yeah. He won't ride. And Hunter, that was pretty cool that they did that. Mm-hmm. That's I think Hunter could do good if he gets the confidence that Jet has. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Hunter ghost ride his whip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Rock. he meant to. Oh really? If you watch it, I don't think he meant to, because like his face he looks like he's like, oh shit. <laughs> I, I wonder if they had a conversation about that after the. Did you guys notice that uh, when they were doing the burnout, him and Jet, underneath Hunter's bike was just a pile of fucking oil that was just spewing out of that thing. Really, I thought I saw something. Go back and rewatch. Yeah, I made we watched it twice because I was like, Alexa, look, there's oil. And she's like, I don't fucking care, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that bike's getting rebuilt anyway. Two minutes after that, oh, they'll just throw that whole motor. Yeah, that can go in the trash. Alex, what'd you learn? I learned that um, don't hurt yourself over man, there. I, I'm kind of drawing blanks. Joel and I have been super good friends for such a long time. <laughs> you I, just learned that today? No. In I, the two hours we've been here? I learned anything new. Oh. Um, Skip. Joel, what'd you learn? Yeah. I learned that Chris is kind of a wuss with the things touching his skin oil and whatnot yeah Yeah. we'll have the jewelry conversation one day gage was here for that yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that that'd be something i'd learn unless do you want to hash that out that'll give you something to learn what's that i um cannot will not touch jewelry like no like rings necklaces (laughs) i threw my wedding ring at him yeah. Why? It's, Why? it's disgusting to me. 
Just because it's on their body all the time or what? Yeah, because it never gets clean. So you never wear a watch or... Are you a germaphobe? No. Are you sure? Yeah, that's the only thing. Like, I I won't touch it. I won't hold it. Earrings. Sorry about your luck, Kelso. You're not getting a ring, You can ask her, dude. Like... (laughs) I like I won't I won't touch it. Really? Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. Not even like your own stuff. What do you mean my own stuff? I guess yeah. I don't, I don't a, have. Even I have a, none. Even a necklace. What about a watch? It depends. Would you touch someone's glasses? Yeah. Okay. What's the difference? Glasses. Ring. Hmm. Ring. Ring. Um. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to do this without gagging. Glasses just sit on your face. Mm. You worked all day mm-hmm. with that ring on. Then I went home and washed my hands. Yeah, but you, there's still shit under your ring. I took it off. You go it. home and cut chicken and get all the chicken juice under there. <laughs> I don't cook. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, Chris, did you get COVID this year? <sighs> I don't know. Because I feel Mikey was probably didn't <sighs> with having a ring. It's just gross, dude. It never gets clean. There's a bunch of gunk and shit under there. I can't do it. The point that that actually just made you gag is <laughs> oh, it's, dis- it's disgusting to me. There's my new... I learned that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the weirdest damn thing. Ever since... As long as I can remember. It's like a phobia? Kind of, yeah. Do you guys have like a support group? Um, No. Do you have an Instagram my page? My mom... got a Facebook page. My mom Googled <laughs> what it was called one day. She's like, I'm going to call Dr. Phil. <laughs> You're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys get Tucker in here, just... Randomly put put up midgets. I was gonna hide a picture of a midget on the inside of his jacket, but I forgot to do it. They freak him out or what? Same thing. Makes him puke. Yeah, he starts gagging. Oh yeah. (laughs) You're too short. I can't hold my stomach anymore. One of the waiting screens of Supercross. I'm like on my phone, and all of a sudden he's freaking out next to me, and he's like, "Dude, get it off the screen. Get it off the screen." I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's a midget. It's a midget." (laughs) And it was someone sitting down. Even that's terrible. And he's like, "Yeah, but I can still tell it's a midget." I'm like, "Oh my god." And he's short. Feet, feet didn't reach the concrete, did they? They were just swaying in the chair. <laughs> it's legit, dude, because when he was in here that one day during the SDMA thing, he was, like, gagging, talking about him. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So our Instagram group, we all send videos of midgets just <laughs> so pucker because he hates it. And he'll he'll literally, like, he won't say anything. He hates it. That's funny. That's a weird thing to not like. Especially when you're borderline midget. Yeah, he's not even <laughs> tall. Like Ezra, that's an understandable fear for Ezra. It's like an elephant and a mouse deal. <laughs> We're terrible. There you oh, go. Oh that's boy. what you learned today. I don't like jewelry and Tucker doesn't like midgets. Yeah. Can you imagine a midget running around with a bunch of jewelry on? <laughs> We'd probably pass out. <laughs> Gage, what'd you learn? I learned... Uh, Wasi didn't take a ambulance to the hospital. Took it like a man. Took it like a man. Partied up and rode her home in the old his own meat wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what'd you learn? Um, I learned that Joel went to California with um Alex. I actually didn't know that. Yes, sir. So that's how much he was paying attention on Alex's podcast. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Did you yeah. say that? Yeah. No. You he said Joel was with him when he got hurt. No, he you, got hurt in California. You got there with James. That's how he said. I heard no. it. You probably did. I just don't remember. Yeah. He used to party with James. Because I was going to ask you. Someone told me the other day, like, 
you just kind of get like a breakout speed at some point in your life. Like it just starts clicking. You start going fast. And I was going to ask when that happened, but I already know. Because I'm still waiting for mine. It's in the mail, I bet. <laughs> I think it got lost in yeah. the mail. Well, since Alex trained you on the second day, maybe it'll happen. Oh, it could be now. You yeah. can get your factory ride now. It could be now. Check your mailbox Monday. It'll be there. <laughs> All that speed. Yeah. This is sick. Actually, you got to race in order for those breakout rides to come. It doesn't yeah. happen sitting at home. Yeah. Well, no one told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's effort? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I got to keep doing it? It's like cigarettes, man. They slowly kill you, but you want to keep doing them. <laughs> what, Mike? I don't smoke, so I don't know. You ride dirt bikes, the same thing. Yeah, well, that's true. A slow learner there. Not the same thing. <laughs> Definitely How is not it different? the same thing. Smoking cigarettes and riding dirt bikes are the same thing? Yeah. Tell me. Are you serious? Tell me. It's an analogy, but tell me how they're different. <laughs> Uh, you have to breathe heavily to ride dirt bikes. Yeah, you can't smoke cigarettes. If you're smoking cigarettes, you're breathing pretty heavy. Your grandma can smoke a cigarette, but can she ride a dirt bike? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's the same addiction. It slowly kills you, but you keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> you find a new it, analogy. But it is yeah. an addiction. <laughs> I'll give you that. But that's a terrible, terrible analogy. Because <laughs> it's not guaranteed to kill you on, on dirt bikes. Yeah. Well, smoking's not guaranteed. There's people that smoke their whole lives and nothing happens. Yeah, people that ride dirt bikes their whole lives and don't get addicted. Luke. Then why did they do it their whole lives? Yeah, Luke could go like a year without riding and it wouldn't get an itch. Isn't that weird? I think you guys are mad my analogy's so good. Mm. Something like that. Well, what's yours, Mike? I don't have an analogy. Exactly. <laughs> Quit complaining and volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> That's episode seven. Thank you to MX Connection, Perfect Structure for GMX, Indoor Motocross, Rapid Concrete Solutions. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Deadwood All In, Static Collective, Precision Excavation, and Black Kills Landscape. Next podcast is the Mother's Day episode. Gage, what's our lineup? Me. Yep. I'm in here. Nice. Chris will be the only male in here and he'll be surrounded by beautiful women, so it'll be uh, interesting how that goes. It's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you do have Kelso. So you know what? They're going to all have a ring. Yeah, I know. You're going to make them check Are it? You're going like to make it through that door? episode? Okay. No, I don't want them to touch it. If they don't touch it, I'm, I'm going to be chill. So we have my wife, Sarah. We got Drew Odlin's mom, mom, Marcy. Marcy. We got, well, our ma- mascot, the one that we forgot to mention tonight. He is pissed at you, by the way. Troy Berry. Why? Because he loves two strokes and you just talk shit on two strokes all the time. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He said He said you keep it up and he's just gonna come walk through that wall and beat the shit out of you. He probably face. will. There'll <laughs> probably be a Troy shaped hole in the wall. Yeah, right next to the door. <laughs> so we got Amanda Berry coming in and uh Before Troy, isn't that funny? That, that is pretty yeah. good. Our mascot, we know. <laughs> so we'll have Amanda on and then we'll have Rodine Hermanson. Oh nice. Yeah, because we figured Al's raced forever, and then they have two sons that race and a grandson that races. So. Yeah, some some moto mom knowledge there. That'll be a fun one. That'll be cool. I'll listen in for sure. Stay tuned. We'll catch you on the Mother's Day one. Joel, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. Alex, thanks for filling in. Thank you, guys. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. See you, boys at Gillette. <laughs>